the groove. The psychedelic jackets on the record album have their own Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I am your host, Adam Dunn. And I'm your co-host, Mitch Shinasa. And we are here at the studio, 15. as always with the kid, killing it on the sound controlling. Wow, what a fade wow. out! Wow, nice fade, fade, out. fade kid. Oh, dude, that's your computer playing the live stream. <laughs> that's not me. There's still, there's nothing here. <laughs> it was a good fade out. I liked it. It was good. It was better yeah. than ever. Which, which one? Give me a finger when I'm touching your headphones here. Yeah. What? You're touching her headphones what? a lot. What are you doing? This is <laughs> why we don't have finger? female guests. You check, get a check. finger when she does that. That's weird. <laughs> She's gonna finger you when you touched her headphones. Oh. I don't know what's going on around here. God, that's why we don't bring women the into the studio because the kid goes nuts. He doesn't want the to dude zone. It's here in the testosterone zone right now. Testosterone, <laughs> testosterone. <laughs> zone. Well, we're here the exact opposite of what you're here to talk about. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> the non-testosterone <laughs> zone. Mother's high tea. Mother's right. high tea. Yeah, this is like a squib to talk. Mother's high tea. And this is like second annual. Nah, uh, this is the third one. Third annual. Mm-hmm. See, you're two. jumping right Bi- into it. No intro today. I'm just throwing Skip. it out there. You're just, <laughs> you're, you're, I'm just <laughs> throwing it out there. Um, yeah, no intro. Well, whatever. I mean, let's do it. What did you do? do what what did you do this week? There you go. Mayweather That's, fight. You know. Oh, the fight of the century that turned out to be amazing. A demonstration of masterful boxing from beginning to end. Yeah, I mean that means. Yeah. That, I guess that means that boxing is no longer fun because that was pretty boring. So here's what I'm saying: it wasn't brawling, it wasn't no. fighting. As no. I said, this is what I said to the kid before, right? Like, uh, you got to think of it. Uh, Manny Pacquiao was uh, supposed to beat up anybody you've ever met, with the exception of Lennox. You've actually met some people who, who may, maybe Manny Pacquiao couldn't beat up, but in general, yeah, he would beat the living hell out of them in 30 seconds, and like a wild animal would destroy a person. And the fact is, he couldn't do that to Floyd Mayweather in 36 minutes. And not only could he not do that, but Floyd Mayweather was punching him the whole time. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, and I'm guilty of not watching the whole thing. I watched little bits and pieces, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad I didn't watch the whole thing. Because I always get just, I, I hate decisions anyway, because it's always just like, with no knockdowns and no nothings. You know, that is, you watch boxing like I watched boxing when I was six. I man. understand. I'm not, I'm not into it. You're anymore. not a boxing fan. No, my mom is, though. She is a hardcore boxing fan. Exactly. And I used to go to the Olympic Auditorium when I was a kid. I would go there all the time. And like, this is boring. No, I loved it back then, but I mean, I was also not sitting there going, I hope they, hope they really do it proper. I hope they don't like just knock the guy out in the first round. Of course I want to see him knock a guy out in the first round. I'm a kid. I'm like 15 years old. I want to see the... They, that's, that's what you're here when for. When I was there, when I was at the Olympic Auditorium one time, and it's you know downtown LA, so it's hardcore. It's proper. You go in and they're metal detectoring everybody and stuff, and it's like full on. And that was back in the '80s, right? When they didn't hardly do that kind of stuff. You know yeah, what I mean? That wasn't generally necessary in America then. No, but they definitely were there. And there was a one time when we were there, and I don't know, there was a bad decision or something like that. And somebody literally ripped off the clock arm off of one of the big clocks and then chopped somebody's hand off or no something like that. Way. It was crazy. It was like they chopped our finger or something crazy. It was like, and then they threw it in the middle of the ring and it was nuts. It was like, that's how the, that's the kind of game, those are the kind of boxing matches I went to. That's the kind of boxing I like. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when you're pissed, you definitely just, you have to see, look for the nearest weapon and attack. And attack. 
Um, so, so it was all about the fight this week for you. That was pretty much it. You were just was, like reveling in your victory because you had bet against everybody in the world. Well, yeah, I bet packs for packs, right? Packs for pack, and I'll do this on any. I love that. I love that. That was a really brilliant idea. Yeah. So basically, I challenged anyone who thought Pacquiao would beat Mayweather, which is everyone who doesn't usually watch boxing that for some reason was because everybody wants. Of course, everybody wants Pac to win. It's not about who you want to win. As I as I kept saying to people, like. Look, if you want to look at storm clouds and say, I hope it doesn't rain, that's fine. But if we're betting on whether it's going to rain, I'm going to bet on the fact that it's, it's going to rain. rain. Yeah. Yeah, Agreed. I know. I know. I was going to bet on Pacquiao just like hoping that he would win. And that's a pretty stupid bet. I, yeah. did. I, did. I didn't. So I just, good yeah. job. Well, that was good. Good to bet against yourself on that one. Yeah. So I got to update the web page here. Folks are trying to watch on AdamDunshow.com. I apologize. I, my laptop does not have a good internet connection at the moment. So I'm unable to update that. But uh, folks on the live stream, holler at your friends who watch on AdamDunshow.com. And, uh, Tell them what's up. Tell yeah. them we're actually are live somewhere. Tell them to come on the live stream. You know what? I'll post the live stream link right to the Facebook, too. There you go. There's an angle. There we go. Speaking of angles, Pacquiao brought none. I could talk about the fight for all three oh, hours. All day. I, I, thought, all, he, I thought he is all, all day day fight recap. It. I've been no. doing it for days. No, Isn't he all angles? <laughs> That's his thing. And Mayweather reduced him to the same nothing as everyone else. Yeah. Because well, of his lame way of fighting. No, because that. that's masterful. If, if he can take everybody no. and turn them into the same ineffective uh, nothing. I know. That's, that's a great thing for us to all get up. No, but you know what? I kind of relate that to like when when we were playing or whenever you would play like Halo with your friends. Or Wait, when, when was this? I video games did. with your friends. Or Adam only played those old ColecoVision games. Yeah, he just told the story that. last week. You'll get it. Like if you're playing Halo or a video game, like an old James Bond game with your friends and they go and the first thing they do is they get the goddamn rocket launcher or they get the big smash hammer where you just beat everybody and it's annoying to the point where people get frustrated and don't want to play with you anymore Very even though you're saying that it's was an incredible fun. analogy the smartest the smartest strategy Ky- I'm beating all of it. you you just get mad that mm-hmm. I'm beating you all because I got the rocket launcher or when you're playing with that one friend who's like really good at the jump shooting and you're like right. I can't even I can't figure even out the controls you. yeah. you're just jumping you're and shooting me. there's nothing not I can fun. do oh. right, but guys, you can't right, deny that he's better he's better because he's winning this is not attack of the show guys relax I'm not talking about video games all day and I hate Mayweather but I'll give him his give him Credit where yeah, I'll give deserved. him his props, man. Yeah. So, besides the besides nothing else the fight, happened this week. Dude, nothing else it. happened this week. It's pretty much. Uh, yeah. well, it was rainy. It was really rainy here, so which is weird because it's definitely like Colorado becomes really not so fun when it rains. You're like, eh, what can I do? Because it's such an outdoor place, you, you don't really want to sit inside here. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I have to sit inside. Yeah, it was it was kind of miserable the past couple of days. It's miserable. Okay it's just so overcast. I love it. You, we always yeah, but you like the whole Seattle thing. I like, now, the, I like the other day. I don't where like it, was it cloudy. I don't but like it the Seattle thing. Warm. I just like always. the fact that it's going to be awesome in about two weeks when all yeah. this shit just, poof, just goes away. No, when it, all the green comes in because it's like right now we're still not quite there. It hasn't quite happened yet. But all those clouds need to leave. All the clouds need to leave. All the clouds need to go home. It's kind of lame. <laughs> Ryan, where do clouds come from? Clouds come from the sky. From the sky. Clouds come from the Cumulo sky. Cumulonimbus. Tell, me, tell like, me about it. Well, I mean, aren't clouds just like moisture compositions, actually they, come from the they can actually come from the ground, if you think about right? it, really, because they've got to go up mm-hmm. to get there to become clouds. Right, but it's just like evaporation that has become into like a, a moisture... And that's what I thought it was clouds. big pillows up there. I thought, just big I, I thought fluffy it was just balls fluffy. of cotton. I thought it was cotton. I thought so. For sure. I mean, all those things that you see people laying on the clouds. I don't see why it's not possible, but... Well, let me explain why it's not possible. <laughs> <laughs> Science. I mean, Super Mario can ride on clouds. That's though. what I mean. Like, right. He can video get on games, pipes and stuff. Video games. Ride on Yoshi. 
What happened to you? To the, this yeah, what did you do this week? Did you join any motorcycle gangs or anything? New no, ones? New gangs? No, no, no new things? I put some more money By the haircut, bike, I thought you may have joined a samurai I didn't even get a haircut. That's why haircut. my hair is like, I need a haircut. Like, I, I thought with the haircut, you, I thought maybe samurai school was your new thing. You start doing a, kendo? Like, it's not even a haircut. No. I just need to get a cut. It's too <laughs> it's long. It's a hairstyle. But no, no, I put some more money down on my bike. But other than that, just, just hanging out. Are they going to give you the bike or they're just going to make you keep paying them? Well, no, I mean, with interest, of I'll, course. I'll get the, yeah, yeah. I'll get the bike when I'm on the impossible interest the trail. Be like, hey, it 40, took you too long to pay this off. You owe me uh, another five hundred. Maybe yeah, you'll see the bike. Yeah, no, 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 that's not. Good. And then they're not Italian gangsters either, so they, they don't. Uh, they're not, not all talking bikers. like this. You know? uh, how do they talk? I beg your kneecaps. They talk just like you are, right? No, well, nobody talks like you. So yeah, <laughs> yeah not many <laughs> they, they talk well, like no, Big Bird. If you go, if you go back to Pennsylvania, though, a lot of people talk like me. So I ain't going anytime soon. Believe me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, speaking of which, we might have some Pennsylvania when it's time for that. It's not time for that. We got seven and a half minutes. Cool your jets. Cool your jets, pal. Uh, so seven minutes. What do you want to talk about, Don? You got any news? Any life news? Not like world news? Um, I mean, I got things bubbling in the background, but I can't. Adzy really. 2? Uh, Adzy 2 is working. We're working on it. Just, we just talked with our uh, Barcelona rep. He's got his feet on the ground. We're trying to locate the, the right spots and stuff. Just Barcelona. Barcelona, Barcelona, Barcelona. So we're going to... Bale, 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 That's all you have to say there. Everything is Bale, Bale, Bale. That's, what all, that's all you can hear. It's, it's crazy. Catalonian is definitely different than the rest of Spain. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's almost like they're trying to fuck with your head. <laughs> you know, you're like, what? Um, but, yeah, we're working on Adzi... Uh, Adzi 2, the Barcelona edition. And the 2 is, is a Roman numeral 2 because it's two eyes because it's in Adam Dunn Show yeah. Invitational it's International. Cr- it's Did crazy. you come up with that, Mitch? It's that crazy. was an Adam-Mitch collabo, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, was a, it was definitely one of those, you know, how, how can we combine words? That's all we do. I think stoners love to combine words because that's way easier than saying <laughs> two words in a row. It's like, canna anything, first of all. Canna. canna I, anything. I heard about canna anything. another canna bus. Oh, there's so many can of buses. So many people are like, dude, I got this idea. It's can of bus. We should open. We should (laughs) open a weed gym. Like you want to open it, and we should call it. We should call it Stoner Gym. Is what I call it. Can of whoop ass. Oh, I was doing (laughs) can of whoop ass. Mine is Stoner Gym. Mine is Stoner Gym, but you spell gym like the name gym. Oh, so people Stoner are like, gym. so they're like, hey, okay. go down to Stoner Gyms, oh, and then you have gyms. a few, you have a few things there that people can actually use if they want. But the focus would be the, the, juice, the juice bar would be the focus, the recreation, and the recreational say. hangout zone probably would be way more popular. But I figure if you want to use like an email, you got to like get on the bike and work it out. You got to power oh, it, yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. Pedal, yeah, pedal, and then you can get one shot, and then you know, you, you get it figured out. So you'd be like, I need thirty six rotations yeah. per. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go, oh, go, go, go! Fast. Fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that'll be yeah, something like that. I like it. It's been a it's been a long time in my brain, but I haven't quite put it together because it's, it's like going to the gym. You know, it's like yeah, do it next time. <laughs> I'll build the gym next time. Next time. But it could happen, you know. Getting to my uncle, river. my uncle. Actually, my uncle was in town. That was that's that's. What happened yeah, I got to. I missed and him because of my car trouble. With him he sounds like a really cool guy. Yeah, and the thing about my uncle, which is funny, is that when I was a kid, he was like, you know. All American guy, like you know, uh, eating meat and riding motorcycles and shooting guns and doing all sorts of crazy stuff. And then at like w- two years after I left to Europe, he kind of like switched over. To, now he's full vegan. Two years after you said, right? Two years after I left. So like the whole time while I was in Europe and doing the same, you know, and I, and I pretty much quit eating meat right around the same time. So we both were like on the same parallel paths. But you know, he's living in Rhode Island, which is definitely like isolated and he's so he's just reading books and doing all you know he reads 
shitload of books, right? Which I don't do that at all. I did the exact <laughs> opposite. I just went around and traveled and did my things that way. But we have now finally Your connected. Your have reconverged. Exactly. So we actually reconnected on a lot of ways. And we, we never smoked weed together because when I was a kid, I was like getting caught for smoking weed. And he was like grabbing me by the short hairs and like, what are you doing getting caught? You know, that was his way of teaching me a lesson. Just don't get caught. <laughs> I was like, hey, I like that. It's a good lesson. <laughs> I, like, I don't care what the fuck you do. Just don't get Just caught. Just don't get caught doing it. <laughs> so I was like, hey, great lesson. But now he's all a humanist and full on like, how, do we, how can we save the world? And, you know, he really wants to fucking figure it out. And now he sees the whole cannabis connection because he's been following what we've been doing. And so, like, all Does he listen to the show? Of course. Shouts to Uncle Al. Shout out. He's on the plane right now. So he ain't listening right now. He will listen when he gets home for sure. And uh, it was interesting because, like, we sat around and talked all, you know, it was like one of those, like, just talk, talk, talk. And he's like, I need to talk to somebody. And I'm like, I got the guy for you. That's why I was trying to lure you in. I know. I I could tell it was a good one. It would have been, no, you would have been going nuts. You would have changed, you would have definitely fixed a few of the major uh, world issues. (laughs) We would have figured it all out. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So that was my week. It's a lot of family stuff. It was good because that's good when it's raining because we didn't care. It was just hanging out and chatting and stuff. Just hanging, chatting. Took him over to the water course and he went nuts. You don't have that in Rhode Island, you know? Yeah, he went ham on the vegan crepes or went whatever. Went full ham on the vegan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. He went nuts. <laughs> Everything. His plate was so clean. The lady was like, "Geez, you really want to? You sure you don't want to lick the last <laughs> drop off?" You know. So what? Up? You were holding your hand up like you? No, I wasn't. I held my hand up like three minutes ago, and yeah. then that topic passed, so I put my finger down. Uh, it's okay. Was it? Bring it up. We got three. We got two and a half minutes. Oh no! I, you you said that your uncle did he? Is he still vegan? Like did yeah. he go vegan? And oh no, stuff? he's full vegan. But he came up to me like a week ago and was like, "I think I might like you know try to become vegetarian." And I was like, ah! yeah, "Yeah, great, great, great help you no, are." No, well, I mean, I'm like, how are you gonna you you how eat just you as much meat that? as I? She loves me just as much as I do. So I was like, "There's no way that you could do that." Like, How do you no, know? She's like, no, "No, I think I could. I think I could do it." I'm like, "I really don't think you could do it." And then three days later, she's back. She on looks it. at me and she's like, "Yeah, there's no way I could ever do that." I'm like, "See, I told you. you I don't think in three days you I could, could never do it. Cover the entire gamut of. I don't think there's anything wrong. You kind of like you well, didn't well, give no, it much. Oh, no, she didn't she give it much try. She never. She never tried. She just said that it was just three days later. She after eating meat, and she was like, "Yeah, there's definitely no way I could. I could never give it up." And I, I don't think I ever could, man. I know you. Yeah, I had you. to. You're, 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 you're too, you're too, you're too simple-minded to think. You'll never know. <laughs> <the game. laughs> you're too simple-minded. Like I had some steak last gain, night on like some steak skewers, wanna, and they were so good. Last thing you want to do is reach any kind of further uh, goal. Uh, you know, higher, steak, higher, like, uh, higher state. Cows there. are dying whether I eat them or not, so no, I'm going to eat them. It's, but you are what you eat. You want to be dead cow? I, I, I'm, I'm not a dead cow. I'm a cooked cow, and it's delicious, so <laughs> that's how I look cow. at it. Not if you eat Taco Bell, you're not a cooked cow. You're like a cooked. I haven't eaten Taco I don't Bell. know what you are. You could be a multi. <laughs> you're a multi. Yeah. Once I haven't eaten Taco Bell. Really? Do we get you Once. off Taco it's, Bell? I've been doing more of the good times thing, and if I have to get fast food, I've been eating good. To, well, I mean, upgrade, it's better upgrade, than McDonald's upgrade. and it's better than Taco Bell. So I've been. It, you know, what's weird is you know how they said that like they're closing all these McDonald's. No. Yeah, they said they're closing 900 of them. Oh, yeah, we want All of them look brand new. And then I, everywhere I go, I see new McDonald's yeah, coming up. Yeah, they're brand new. knocking McDonald's down and putting new ones up And you know what they're doing? You know what I know? I see what they're doing. I've seen it. I they're making it. them look <laughs> like the old-fashioned ones. Yes. They're going for the single. They're going to go for the single arch because yep. it's less evil than the double arch. Because yeah. double arch is just pure evil right now. Everyone knows that. You look at that evil double arch. McDonald's had a single arch. They are going. Yeah, they, they are were going single old arch. School. They were single arch back in the day. All the packaging. Uh, so they, when they were school again. Right. Well, yeah, and the, but the guy, 
the little guy they have, he looks pretty evil. Oh, Ronald McDonald? No, he's no the purple thing. He's full Grimace. Evil. The Grimace, Grimace no, is no, not no, evil. No, no. Grimace. All those characters are gone. What they're doing is going, what they're going back to the fucking original dude, and he looks like Astro Man with a hamburger in his hand. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks, like but he's got a couple freckles, kinda. a couple freckles, and a Chucky stare. Mm. Looks like Chucky. <laughs> he looks just like Chucky. I was like, that's Chucky. So they've they've taken away Ronald. Now they got Chucky. And we're ready to go. We're ready they're to making a new. What? They're making a new Chucky movie. Oh, really? Are you scared of Chucky? No, I love. He was the terror it sponsored of your by McDonald's. No, I bet no, McDonald's Chucky, is the main sponsor. Chucky never got me. However, they are making a new Poltergeist as well, and that shit scared me. So, oh, well, so. it was going to be good. Yeah. So, uh, wait, you think we're ready for? Uh, I'm ready. Ready for the news? This one from Fox News Politics, just because I want an interesting angle on it. Fox News, because it's not biased at all. Sometimes you can look for a different angle. I think Fox is good to go because if it's on Fox, it's been through all the... It's filtered through everything of of reality. (laughs) It's actually just a bunch of bullshit. So Colorado lawmakers (laughs) approve medical marijuana for students in school. Yeah. That's all right. It's awesome how they phrase it, though. It's like, all kids in school, get weed. (laughs) Uh, Reading, writing, and reefer. That's literally what it says. A first in the nation bill would allow students to have medical marijuana in school is heading to the Colorado governor's desk after passing the state legislature late Monday night. The change in the law was sought to let school children in Colorado who are living with conditions like epilepsy, cerebral palsy, and seizures take doses of low THC medical marijuana. While marijuana possession and use is is legal in Colorado, schools are still drug-free zones. But bill supporters argued medical marijuana should be treated no differently than other medications. We allow children to take all sorts of psychotropic medications, whether it's Ritalin or opiate painkillers under supervised circumstances. We should do the same here, Representative, Representative Jonathan Singer said. Singer, a Democrat, sponsored what became known as Jack's Amendment. The amendment was inspired by 14-year-old Colorado boy Jack Split, whose personal nurse was reprimanded at his middle school for putting a medical marijuana patch on Jack's arm that was prescribed by doctors to help his spastic quadriplegic cerebral palsy and dystonia. They were told never to return with the patch again. The bill would allow parents or caregivers with a doctor's note to come into schools and administer marijuana in the form of a patch. Mayors Medicinals is like, but you know, in in their favor, though, the the medicinal transdermal patches that I have taken by Mary's Medicinals have always 100% of the time been effective and 100% of the time been almost exactly as effective as Each the time. previous one. Right. And you can tell the difference between the sativa patch and the indica patch. You can tell the difference between the one-to-one patch. So they are very, very effective, those, those trans Getting kickbacks from Mary's? What's going on over no, there? No, I, I just really, really <laughs> like do you ever put on? Do you ever put on a, a cannabis patch and a nicotine patch at the same time? <laughs> do a little spliff? Oh, a little spliff. Slap them half and half. Jack's Amendment will ensure that children don't have to choose between going to school and taking their medicine, Singer said. Singer also sponsored the underlying bill, which was initially intended to regulate marijuana caregivers. Stacy Lynn, Jack's mother, told FoxNews.com she's, quote, relieved her son will be able to take his medicine at school. It was so frustrating that we finally found a medicine that worked and then had it stripped away from him at school. It was unacceptable, she said. With the Colorado legislative session set to end on Wednesday, lawmakers were racing against the clock to pass the bill. Legislation cleared the Colorado House with overwhelming support and unanimously passed the state the state Senate. Governor John Hickenlooper, a Democrat, has 30 days to sign or reject the bill. Colorado would become the first state in the nation to allow medical marijuana in the classroom if the bill is signed. It's pretty big. 
It's pretty that's, big. Yeah. That's it's like big. pretty much unthinkable five years ago. Truly, ten years ago, absolutely unfathomable. Fathomable to say, oh yeah, kids are going to be able to use medical marijuana patches in class. Well, I don't think any of us would have seen the whole kid connection anyway. We'd right. All been like, right. Right. Like what? What do you so mean? So that's kids? just like for patches. That's like there's no smoking. No smoking yeah. in class. Damn. No. Right. <laughs> now, now, can they? I, I wonder if they're going to. You know, what if the person needs like a tincture? Like I think it's patches so or it's just is patches what it sounds like from it. that. But you know, you, hey, a step in the right direction. A step in the right direction. So. From the Star Tribune, Minnesota's first marijuana crop is now in bloom. Minnesota is growing some larfy bud. And in Otsego Greenhouse, Minnesota's first medical cannabis crop is in bloom. Young marijuana plants, fuzzy and pungent, not supposed to be fuzzy, guys, stretch towards the skylights as Dr. Kyle Kingsley threaded between the plant beds, leading the state media on a tour of the Minnesota Medical Solutions Facility. That will supply half of Minnesota's legal medical marijuana. Oh, wow, it's a big, must be a big greenhouse. That's a big greenhouse. Well, let's see. You'll see the space. This place is pretty Spartan, Kingsley said, walking past bare white walls, concrete floors, and banks of monitors scanning the secure facility and its perimeter. There's a faint skunky smell in the air that hits visitors as soon as they reach the first of the three locked doors that lead into the building. We put our focus on science and medicine, Kingsley continued. Walking among the rows of seedlings and plants, more than 4,000 plants and dozens of cannabis strains fill the greenhouse and spill out into the atriums. That doesn't it's sound like, like 16,000 square feet or something that's like that. that. It's big. 20,000 square foot greenhouse. It's crazy to think it's one of two is going to provide half of medicine in the state. That's I don't know how that's going to be possible. I mean, it's going to produce about 2,000 pounds maybe or something like that. Something and then the other one is MidMed. They did a little tour of the MidMed facility, too. It's next to the plant rooms at MidMed. Chemist Connor Smith scans the peaks and valleys on a chromatograph in his laboratory. One peak charts the amounts of THC in the cannabis sample, and another measures the CBD. And they had a 50-50 blend right there. Yeah, this is more a of like a narrative story. 50, 50, <laughs> Won't be like Black Friday. There's no way of knowing how many patients will sign up for the state program. Registration begins in June, and the health department's best guess is around 5,000, although that number could jump if the state expands the program next year to include patients suffering from intractable pain. Assistant Health Commissioner Manny munson Regala. Oh, they have, like, restrictions every time. I was going to say, yeah, if it's 5,000, they must be... They're like, you have to be dead. Really strict yeah. about it. If you're, if you're well, dead yesterday... I don't, I don't know how many people live in Minnesota. When you die, we give you the thing the next day. Yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> it's about um, 5,000 a week. Assistant Health Commissioner Manny munson Regala, who's overseeing the cannabis rollout, isn't expecting to see long lines outside dispensaries like other states experienced. It won't be like Black Friday at Best Buy, he said. Minnesota had less than a year to put its medical marijuana program together. And plenty I of think he's going to be surprised skeptical. regardless. It's always like that. They always, oh, I was so surprised that people wanted marijuana. <laughs> like, what the hell are you thinking? Of course they do. You know what I mean? And there are going to be a lot of people with conditions popping up left and right. All right, news me. News it. I'm going to move them faster. News, 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 Medical marijuana bill heads to the full Pennsylvania Senate for vote. Ooh. You can go home now. Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, a bill that would legalize medical marijuana in Pennsylvania may come before the full Senate Wednesday, that's today, after the Senate Approportions Committee voted to release it for a floor vote earlier this week. The Appropriations Committee determines what bills it will, what bills will cost and and how they will be funded. The Senate passed a similar version of the Medical Cannabis Act last year, but it failed in the House. The updated bill's future in the House remains uncertain. Governor Tom Wolf says he will sign the bill if it reaches his desk. And no, I see. I thought I heard opposite. I thought I heard that Governor Tom Wolf said he will not 
sign the bill. Well, let me just, re- let let me just reread that. Governor Tom Wolf says he will sign the bill if it reaches his desk. Hmm. So, news, news, news. Big word. Well, that's not. good. Well, I mean, hopefully, hopefully it makes it there. And again, big shout to Antonia's family because they're having a big part in that. So keep killing it. And Dr. Mark. Oh yeah. Check this one out. Black farmers say Florida's medical marijuana law shuts them out. Also, Fox News. Black farmers in Florida. At first, I was like, are, "What black? What?" You can tell because they're saying so black like, farmers. I read it as black haze farmers for some reason because that comes from the black haze is like the Florida haze. So yeah, like, they're not going to. I I didn't realize it was Fox News. I was just googling. And I was like, "Oh, black haze farmers." Yeah. Black farmers Wait. in Florida say they are being shut out of the state's emergency medical marijuana trade. They are pushing for changes in the law that would let them break into the limited legal pot market. Though Sunshine State voters last fall rejected a broad medical marijuana ballot proposal, a more narrow measure, Senate Bill 1030, was signed by Governor Rick Scott nearly a year ago. The Compassionate Medical Cannabis Act of 2014 allows some nurseries to grow low THC pot and distribute to qualified patients suffering from cancer, seizures, and muscle spasms. But for black growers in the state, it's, quote, it's, quote a bad thing, said Florida Black Farmers and Agricultural Black Florida Black Farmers and Agriculturalists Association President Howard Gunn Jr. Gunn is referencing one line in the law that is creating controversy. It states the farmers must have a license to cultivate more than 400,000 plants and must have operated as a registered nursery in Florida for at least 30 continuous years. According to That's Gunn... pretty strict. Yeah. According to Gunn, hardly any black farmers meet that criteria. There weren't that many black farmers 30 years ago in the nursery business, he said. We say they weren't there because of the discriminatory practices set by the USDA at the time, I assume. assume. Gunn is talking about a case called Pigford v. Glickman, which started in the 1980s. It led to one of the largest civil rights settlements in history worth $1.3 billion. The USDA agreed to compensate thousands of black farmers who allegedly suffered racial discrimination from the USDA's farm loan program. All right, he may be on solid ground here. What do you guys think? I I think he's on totally solid ground. It's so obvious because definitely 30 years ago, they didn't have the possibility of having a place. It's pretty simple. Yeah. It's your classic. It's your classic, uh, like, with the... Uh, it's, tax, like the it's like the tax stamp law or something. Poll taxes, make, yeah. Or just make it impossible, you know, and you're like, oh, okay. Well, how am I... Oh, we don't have them anymore. <laughs> you know, you can't get them, but you need it. Yeah. Uh, I got one for you, North Carolina. Hit me, hit me, kid. My computer's freezing and not scrolling, but two uh, two arrested after 1,000 marijuana plants found in a building in North Carolina. Did you see this one? No, I didn't know. I just saw it here, but I see beards. They have beards. Yeah, they look like Duck Dynasty. Rutherford <laughs> County, North Carolina. Rutherford County deputy, deputies say they've arrested two men after finding a marijuana grow up. Two men's? Two men's. Two men's. They've arrested two men's. Two men after finding a marijuana growth <laughs> operation inside a building. Growth. That's what it says, a marijuana growth Gross. operation. <laughs> deputies say they executed. <laughs> oh, man, this is super funny. Executed? Wait, somebody? Wait till I. Wait. Deputies say they executed a warrant Tuesday around 5.25 p.m. at a metal building on 171 Lazy Acres Lane in Lake Bloor. Yeah, that's definitely where the grow is. When deputies got there, they saw two men run into the building and lock the door behind them. Deputies then executed the search warrant, entered the building, and took the two men into custody. Deputies found about 1,000 marijuana plants. They say 47-year-old Eric Wade Maxwell from Villas, North Carolina, and 41-year-old Jason Chris Wilkins of Sugar Grove, North Carolina, were both arrested. Well, they kind of look like good old boys that might know what they were doing too. I hope. I hope no, nothing was. 
can I, lost for posterity. Can I, did you say they have beards? Are they big beards? Yes. Yeah. Yours probably doesn't qualify. However, I saw a recent study that was done, and it actually said that oh, you're the same big, uh, big beards like yes. this yeah. can contain more fecal matter <laughs> than a toilet and can be dirtier we, than a toilet. We, we, they we sent that on the show. I think that mostly like has to do with... The fact that toilets... Go to the bathroom and then touching your fucking face, Well, man. sure, but toilets have a ceramic inside, so they're designed for poop not to stick to them. Dude, the fact that your beard can have more poop in it than a toilet is crazy. Crazy. That's, you know, that was just, a, you clean, just clean. on the beard. Luckily, story. you're clean shaven. Luckily, so. I can't grow a beard and it grows in all the Yeah, yeah how, much, like how much poop is in top knots? I don't know. Probably not much, because I clean <laughs> my hair. News, <laughs> news, news. News, news. Why is this sound weird? More than 400 marijuana plants found in an Austin basement. And my computer's not going to let me read that one. Hit me with another. Hit me with another. Here we go. This is good news for us. It's kind of weird because yesterday I saw a story that said the opposite. And then this is five hours old. So I think this one's right. Raw story. Puerto Rico's governor signs a decree to authorize medical marijuana. Puerto Rico's governor, Alejandro Garcia Padilla, has authorized the use of marijuana for medicinal use in a surprise move after the U.S. Possessions Legislature failed to act on the issue. I guess that's like a Puerto Rico government thing. Puerto Rico? Yes. Garcia Padilla signed the decree late Sunday, instructing his health secretary to work out the details of its implementation. Secretary, take, figure this, figure right, this work, complex work, thing. Work out these deets and this let me know is, how it goes. We're going to do this. You can figure out how we're going to do it. <laughs> the measure will clear the way for suppliers to begin making medicines derived from marijuana as early as August, Health Secretary Ana Reuse Armendariz said. The governor provided a few details of the plan, but smoking marijuana will continue to be banned. So, so that's what I was just going to say. So they, they're saying medicines contained from the derivatives made from marijuana. So you're saying... Reuse Armendariz make. said regulations must now be drawn up governing how cannabis will be dispensed, who will have the right to produce it, and what diagnoses will be required for treatment with marijuana-derived products. Right. The governor cited U.S. studies that have found that cannabis can relieve pain caused by multiple sclerosis, AIDS, glaucoma... AIDS with the S lowercase, by the way. Glaucoma, Alzheimer's, migraines, and other diseases that it's sometimes... Like S, it's the S version. <laughs> well, no, but the AIDS is lowercase. It's syndrome. always plural. It's syndrome. It's not... No, it's, pl- not. it's not. It's called an autoimmune deficiency, so... Acquired immune deficiency so syndrome AID, is what AIDS stands for. I don't know. I think... I think so. Yeah. No, I don't know. I think yeah. it's like a, it's like a coma. Like, no. You don't no. go into a coma. You go... You take... It's just coma, but it's you a go, You coma. go comatose. So you don't say a oh, comas. It's just... Never mind. Who, who's going to get into two comas? Now? <laughs> <laughs> One more news. Let's do this. Let's English. Morgan Freeman would snort marijuana if he could. Morgan Freeman he would if he could. I marijuana loves weed and he's not afraid to, to tell the world. How do I take it? Morgan However, Freeman. it comes. I'll eat it, drink it, smoke it, snort I'll it. He told it, the Daily Beast in an interview published smoke Wednesday. It, snort it. I'll I will right. take in the marijuana however they want me to. Is that your impression? Sometimes I just like to sit outside. You do it. It's pretty good. Smoke on a nice, nice long joint. Snort it. Snort the joint. I think about all my roles recently, like in Batman. Freeman is a longtime backer of marijuana legalization. He called the The prohibition on marijuana use 
the stupidest law possible. It's the in stupidest law possible. He's, he's really. just one of many celebrities who have spoke out against. I'm the only man. one of the many celebrities. Willie Nelson and Snoop Dogg, for instance, have entered the legal marijuana business, but he's among the most emphatic. I'm probably the most emphatic celebrity that has spoken. Speaking out. with the Daily Beast, he noted that alcohol, while legal, doesn't have any medicinal value. Maybe if you have one drink, it'll quiet you down, but two or three, and you're fucked up. He said. I mean, look at Kiva Sutherland. He has like five or six drinks, and now he's doing. Tequila commercials. I think you're going too fast. He, he should just be yeah. smoking the reefer, and he won't be getting in so many <laughs> problems. Do you want to do a Morgan Freeman way to grow weed? Morgan Freeman, is it still the, 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 the dirt bag sale? Is that <laughs> no, it's over. It's May, so there must be a new special. <laughs> Sometimes I like to sit out and look at the way it is grow still. Catalog. That's weird. He's still saying dirt cheap. I don't know. Maybe you're getting a big refresh. I'm going to refresh, yeah. My, my computer's. Potentially lying. It's saying, hey, this is what was going on last week when you guys were here. That's a crazy computer you have there. It's reading from the cache, as computers are known to do. Oh, speaking of cash. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was the most annoying video. My name is Floyd. Oh, my my name is Floyd. My name is Floyd. My name is Money Mayweather. Am I you plugged did, in? I can't. No, no, I'll plug you in. But he, he was... Pl- oh, my God. At first, I thought it was just somebody... You know, saying something about Mayweather or about the win. And I asked him, and this is actually Floyd Mayweather. I'll post it in the chat. Staring, we'll post the video up, but he's staring at a camera, essentially just tossing dollar bills at the camera. I don't think they're singles. I really don't think think it's efficient for Floyd Mayweather to carry singles. (laughs) I think that's a waste of his (laughs) pocket space. Loads of money at the camera, essentially, until it was completely covered. If he thought it was ones, it would be like eight bucks, but it was. Yeah, it wouldn't be loads. Here, this may be loud. My name is Floyd. My name is Floyd. My name is Money Mayweather. My name is Floyd. My name is Floyd. My name is Money Mayweather. Oh my uh, God! It's just—I mean, like I like I said, I respect for the guy, but it's stuff like that. But you said you think that was for a WWF like, well, wrestling skit. No, right? I, I, what I was saying—I I got cut off there. What I was saying is that if you—if you're mad at Floyd. You're, You're falling for a WWF wrestling type oh, skit. It's an right, act, right. dude. It's That's all, act. It's all an act. Was it an act He's... when he hit his wife, too? Or is that just... Jesus Christ. Really As I said about that, my comment there. on that... Don't first of all, there. she wasn't his wife. He was his, she was his ex-girlfriend. So clearly you don't know the uh, the facts around the yeah, case. Don't, don't even get with her. But what yeah. I will say is this. I got mad dollars. If you defined your life or Adam's life by the five worst things they ever did, I'm pretty sure we'd people, all come yeah. across like big jerks. Would hate me. Oh, I hate you for sure. Yeah. You told you. People would not like me. Have you ever thought about the, that those movies, The Purge, where you just have 12 hours one day a year no, where everything I, I is don't. legal and you just get to purge out on everything where you got to barricade yourself in your house to make sure you don't... Oh, he pulled my volume. I was about to hit him with a My Name is Floyd. <laughs> oh, I, it can be... You can, I, I just didn't want to leave it up just in case you had any other things going on. No. About Are we the, doing our sale? I got the show music? running in the background, of course. Yep, see, that's what I mean. It's good to pull down. So... Are we... Are we uh, we're we're gonna assume that Way to Grow either didn't update their website or is definitely still doing the dirt cheap sale in store in the specials. Say, hey, your website hasn't been updated. So no, they're still doing the dirt cheap sale. Thirty-two bucks for Bell Pro Mix, eleven bucks for a bag of Roots Organics, twelve bucks for a bag of Cocoa Grow, eleven fifty for a bag of Royal Gold Super. Now Ryan's gonna say that whole thing like Morgan Freeman. So they have a very extravagant uh, sale of dirts. Uh, the Tupa mix is very nice. I love the amount of perlite that they add to the cocoa blend. It gives it just the right amount of aeration. Right. Sometimes the the uh, <laughs> the roots will just 
right through the smart pots because of <laughs> a perfect mix of cocoa. I love it. I just absolutely love it. Would you snort it? I would snort it <laughs> on any occasion. You would snort the cocoa. I would snort anything you put in front of me. I'm, Check I'm, it out. Way to Grow. <laughs> seven stores all around Colorado. You can get the locations on waytogrow.net. Of course, when you go into the store, mention the Adam Dunn Show, and they will hook you the F up. Seriously, though, it's at least 20% off because I went in there and it- It's and more than 20. It's, it's killer. It's, it's 30 plus. Least. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Big up to the boys at Dark Horse Genetics. Holding it down. Uh- we're definitely going to get Jason out to Spain. Oh, for sure. For ADSII. He is ready for that. For sure. Oh, you know what? I think uh, our next guest is... Downstairs. Downstairs. I'll go let him in. Oh, it's a her. It's a her. Her. <laughs> oh, like, oh, cheesecake lady, right? We're yeah. all honorary dudes. I wish I had a cheesecake. Well, yeah, I hope she here. brings cheesecakes. Uh, so, yeah, again, big up Dark Horse Genetics. Don't forget to check out their dispensaries. If you're in L.A. or you're in Seattle... And you want to buy Fire Herb award-winning strains out of a friggin' vending machine so you don't have to deal with a stuck-up bud tender or some know-it-all who doesn't know it all or some know-it-all who does know it all. Usually they don't know it all, but it's fun. <coughs> it's fun too. In L.A., it's 5669 West Pico. I uh, got the get to Seattle address around, but and you know what you can do? Here? Do, uh, when's the one here? Uh, it sounds like there's a little delay in that, but what you can do is go sign up for the Dark Horse app. And you can get that right from darkhorsegenetics.com. You can also just get it right from the App Store and from the app. It'll take you to the dispensary. It'll let you know. Uh, Seattle is 8007 Lake City Boulevard, I believe. Um, but, yeah, you can connect right to it. And it looks like he's doing a lot more collaborations. As we said last week, he's doing the Rare Dankness collab, the Green Life Seeds collab, the Jaws collab. Uh, a lot of big good stuff coming out of Dark Horse. So download the app. Again, right at the App Store, Dark Horse Genetics, I assume. And, uh You'll be able to stay in touch with all the happenings, the new Tommy Chong strains, all the new seed lines he's dropping, everything yep. else. That guy's all over the place. He's all over the place. All over. <laughs> Big shout out to buildasoil.com. Oh, yeah. I was hooking him up today with a great contact. Yeah. I, 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 I love doing that. Cause but it's non-weed. Like, non-weed, which is you're awesome. Hook, that's even better. Because yeah, you're, like, you're you're hooking Jeremy up with a great contact, yeah. but you're hooking whoever up with a great resource in exactly. Jeremy. Yeah. There's the guys from Big, the Big Wonderful, which is an awesome uh, location down the street here on 27th and Lawrence. And it's like a... One acre. Oh yeah, yeah. So they're gonna, that's, the they're working with Jeremy. That's awesome. It's so, like an urban farm, urban so garden. So he wants to talk to him about stuff. But he was asking about biochar. He called me about. It. He's like, oh, yeah, I don't just random call this morning. Biochar. Do you know about biochar? I'm I got like, the guy. I got the guy. Boom. We so, should do a biochar bit. Because he was. <laughs> he said the guy told him to piss on use it. Use recycled, grow stuff because there's ten percent biochar in there already. What? I'm like, what a waste! Of, I go. First of all, it's not legal. You can't just go to a dispensary. Second of all, there's not just biochar in places. You have yeah. to add it. If you add it, sure. Then yes. That was crazy. I was like, and then uh, he goes, "Yeah, you know, it lasts seventeen million years. So ain't going nowhere." That was his answer to this guy, and he's like, "Take apart those old." filters and use those and I'm just like, what that's, that's so not biochar <laughs> i know that's uh, like, terrible terrible advice all right so uh big ups au extracts big ups AU extracts. who took third place at the high times cannabis cup exactly killing it and they're um setting up shop over here in pueblo and they're going to be doing collabs with jason too i believe nice dark so, horse nice yep. so when's AU coming online in pueblo in colorado they have signed papers and they got their place pretty much dialed up i think it's now it's just Getting down to down and dirty to get it going. So they have a website, auextracts.com or anything? Yeah, I do, I believe. Cool. Let's check that out and get that linked, obviously, on our site so people can be in touch with already, the championship they're already, in Oregon, they're already set up in Oregon, and they're, they're distributing to different shops out there and doing processing and doing some PHO and <coughs> and BHO. They're not really doing any CO2 extracts, I don't believe, at the moment, but 
you know, we're all not really believers of it anyway, so that's why. <laughs> Probably, you know, they're looking at other ways. Right on. And, of course, big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles, our number one source. Of, I'm getting an affogato this week. I decided it's time for an affogato. It's good to have them in the freezer at all times. We should just keep it in stock. We should have problems. an Incredibles I can't freezer, freezer for the office. Low, so have have, yeah, we need a high freezer. We should have one bolted to the wall with the logo on it so everyone can see it on the show, fully full. stocked at yeah. all times. Yeah, for guests. Affogados are good. I haven't had one yet. Oh, they're yummy. They are yummy. They're like the perfect because they're like kind of like the uh, coffee. Yeah, the, they sit right over with the fireberry. Like if you had those two combos, that's like the my perfect thing. If you want to burn your mouth, do you think we can get a combo made? The Adam Dunn Show combo bar, possibly, possibly. That'll be cool. Yeah, a collab. Yeah, it'd be fun. It would be fun. We did a, we did a couple back in the day of some Sage Master bars and stuff. Didn't actually, one of my bars. One of the actually, first bars I had was like, didn't Bliss well, bars do Adam Dunn Show edibles? They did Adam Dunn Show, and then we did the Narc bar. That was my thing. The Narc bar. It only takes one to ruin you. It yeah, that was destroyed me. <laughs> me and Kyle. Narc bar. So, oh, so Ryan, There's I think our, there, she's actually in the coffee shop. I just messaged oh, with her. Works, so now you gotta go back if you want to go make that happen. Yeah, the door's open. She can come in. Cool. Oh, okay, cool. The door is open, so now everyone knows the door's open here. And they can come and rob us. <laughs> come rob us if you can get here. Thanks a lot, bro. Now everything's gone. Come Can I see your, your your torch in here? Your little dabber, please? Right, right here. May I may I utilize oh. it? Oh. You specific. One of those people, hey. Yeah. It's like All my right. fifth grade right. teacher. On to the show. Fifth Thank grader. Fifth grade. Let's introduce our guest. <laughs> Speaking of fifth grade kids. The what are you, the chair? Chairwoman? Yep, co chair founder. Co chair founder co -chair of Mother's High Tea, mm -hmm. Susan Squibb in studio. Uh, first of all, why don't you tell us, Whoa, in terms Ryan torch, can understand, torch, what Mother's High Tea is fire, about. Fire, fire. Put it away in terms from the mic. Ryan can understand, what the fuck does that In mean? terms that make it relevant to an adolescent male. <laughs> I'm not an adolescent. <laughs> yes, you're basically. Wow. To the mother's to finest, your mother. To the mother's finest, you're definitely adolescent. That, yeah. that's, sure. that's the uh, I listen the to my mom. She knows what's up. Yeah. She knows, my mom Shout knows out what's mom. up. Shouts to, shouts to Ryan's mom. <laughs> I think all our moms are pretty cool. That's where... It always, it's always transfers over, you know. It's, it's good. It. It's important. Yeah, it's cool important moms are cool, mother. obviously, right? So yeah, is that is it a cool moms club? That, is that pretty much? Well, it's a women that uh, that support the idea of you know of legalizing marijuana because it makes right, for a safer place. There's uh, <laughs> lots of reasons why, and so yeah, I've been doing this uh, event, Mother's High Tea. The first one was in 2011, and so this will be the first one since legalization. So that's exciting. And, uh, yeah, it's for the women and uh, that have been contributing to legalization and also cannabis business um, you know, here in Colorado. So tell us how you came up with it. What inspired you specifically well, to say, I got to do this? Well, so it was uh, in honor of my mother. She worked in nonprofits uh, advocating for women and children. And so when she passed away from ovarian cancer in 2010, I just felt really like, how do I show that legacy, you know, of, of community involvement and, uh, you know, just uh, doing something for women and children. And so I came up with this event, Mother's High Tea. So it's for the cannabis women around Mother's Day. And then now, like this year, it's after Mother's Day. And that's to um, for our keynote speaker, who's a senator in the state. Um, Senator Beth Martinez Humanic, and so she's she'll be speaking. So that's an exciting part of the part of it is we're continuing that dialogue about legalization and what the laws will look like, and you know what what we what we need as a society here in Colorado. And so we're extending that and talking with elected officials now. 
they're coming to talk to us. So we're like engaging in that dialogue and, and moving that forward. So uh, tell us more about who you got going. Well, uh, we have a well. It's on a May fourteenth, so it's Thursday uh, from two to five, and it's a his, History Colorado Center uh, here in downtown. And um, tickets are on Eventbrite, and so we do have tickets available. They've been getting some emails. Um, they're like going like hotcakes. The tickets, so. If you want to, uh, I saw you to were come like and answering your phone right when we started the show. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah, logistics, orders. yes, for it. Um, but in addition to uh, Senator Beth Martinez Humanic, um, she's actually a uh, freshman Republican senator from Adams County. Uh, and then we also have AC Braddock. She's the CEO of Eden Labs up in uh, Seattle, Washington. Um, she's coming down to speak to us. Uh, Christy Kelly, she's the uh, founder and principal of Good Meds Network. And uh, she's also on the board of that fourth corner um, banking credit union Mm -hmm. and so uh, so we're excited to hear what she's been saying uh, what she will say she's been working so hard I mean she's so busy and she's such an incredible advocate in the community you know been working on a lot of different groups I think it's incredible that it's like almost like a women's weed Illuminati like uh, we don't (laughs) don't get to we don't get to participate in these discussions well 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 dressed gentlemen are welcome to attend really okay (laughs) it's not not a t-shirt I'll bring bring my suit yeah I'll bring my Suit. And bring your daughter. Uh, yeah. Hey, Jessica. Yeah, Jessica spoke at the first Mother's High Tea. And, um, and so uh, also we have uh, Diane Formbacher. So, you know, she moved from the East Coast, and so she's resettled here, the publisher of Ladybud. So she'll be um, reading and uh, inciting some poetry to encourage and inspire us all. That's pretty awesome. Uh, Ladybud being one of the, like, few legitimate publications to come up in the new cannabis industry mm-hmm. that really is kind of stepping it up and... Not just trying to rehash the old formula. Yeah, yeah. Ladybud is really great because it, it's like not only does it have things that are appealing to women, uh, just sort of, and also uh, like natural products and beauty and fashion, and but it's also about women as business owners. You know, they have that feature, um, Lady Business, that highlights uh, women in the industry. And also they like to feature some of the uh, sort of like the, the hobby owners' businesses on Etsy. So a lot of the women women companies there uh it's really exciting and then they also have that activist side where they tell people stories and i feel like in the uh so the history of medical marijuana it's been the individual stories of patients that have really gotten you know the rated they're dragged through court they're dealing with you know stage four cancer or you know whatever kinds of conditions and it's like the media picks up on these stories and it really really um, plucks at the heartstrings of everyone because it's just devastating what the laws have uh you know what they had had done and how that this this was not what the intention was and so i think that it's you know really great that ladybud continues that and really highlights the individual stories of people that are that continue to be harmed by the drug war and the i mean just the quality of the writing and the quality of the editorial or or the standards are higher is Mm -hmm. what i want to say Mm -hmm. which i mean that's part of our always our women in women in cannabis discussions inevitably comes i'm reading the chat room now so i look a little distracted but they're the, the the boys in the chat are very interested to get f- some female perspectives on the show, mm-hmm. so Ooh. that's good. Ooh, we have, all right, <laughs> we've got two of them now. Yeah, two two. We're in trouble. We're in Hi, strong perspective. There's like four fucking X chromosomes up in here. <laughs> we're we're oh, honorary yeah. dudes today. I've been a dude for a long fucking time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Kinda wearing my balls a little now. higher. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, should we? Put, since Bike is apparently not coming today, should we put Jessica in Bike seat, kid? 
kid. Kid, yeah. sorry. Should we put Jessica in bike seat? Well, I mean that we can. That that mic works. I mean, but she's more than welcome to sit wherever, wherever you're more likes. comfortable. There yeah, or at a at a like grown up chair, whatever you want to do. On camera, better anyway. So yeah, you because right now we got like. In that oh, seat right. there. Cool. So we'll just snake this thing down there. Yep. Again. Kid will take care of that. I do want to give a shout out to some uh, awesome sponsors of Mother's High Tea. While we're yeah, please do. Uh, and, and we got lunch, our lunch sponsors, Mary's Medicinals. We were talking about um, their patches earlier. So she's a lunch sponsor. Super excited. I, we, need, can they, we need a lunch sponsor in here. Oh, they don't want bagels? I, I'm the lunch sponsor today. I brought bagels. Julie's Natural Edibles is a photo booth sponsor. didn't bring any cream cheese though, so right. let let susan Uh-oh. shout her sponsors adam complaining about cream julie's cheese. natural edibles julie's natural edibles yeah. cool and then we have some awesome platinum sponsors really gone above and beyond um, mindful steep hill the farm ideal for 20 soils and northern lights cannabis company so they were wonderful like, yeah and but we have a total of like bagels. 35 sponsors, so it's a real community. I saw that. You got to teach us that trick. That is something that the ladies in the cannabis <laughs> I started working on this at. event in Hell January. Yeah. Yeah. I started working on this in January. Oh, yeah, we're terrible. We've been working on this for like almost a year and a half at this point. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I, I love organization. That's, you do. That's that's our that's our weak suit. That's our weakness. Yeah, well, that's good though. What was your? So how did we get into like, the gender and cannabis discussion with, with that uh, that one incendiary discussion? The incendiary that you discussion had. was my argument that went on for like days with CC about the reason why men and women are like why it's such a male driven. Uh, you were I was you just were like, arguing right. It was that the I, culture was male driven because. Well, I broke it down to people like. Getting into it mostly uh, for effect and and the difference effects that it seemed to have, and I said, well, I think it's semi physiological. I don't think it's just mental or whatever. I think it's something like guys need it more. It seems like, and there are some women who need it, and some women who just kind of do it because their dude does it. And there's this kind of weirdness, and it was like I was I always felt it was a you know it was definitely proportional. Just by natural selection, it wasn't just like we were saying you have to smoke. Or I think it's the illegality of it. I think that the laws, you know, really kept a lot of women from even, you know, consuming it, trying it, or even continuing to use it, well, even if they enjoyed I it. I mean, there's obviously the whole thing of if you have a kid, or that changes the whole right. game too. I'm just talking when, when we're in that age group where it's like kind of a free for all. You know, everybody before you have kids, way before. Yeah, I'm talking like could do me a favor when when Turn you're not supposed to smoke like cannabis back yeah. when we just when we all started young. You know, not at, I'm still that age. What the fuck are you yeah. talking about? <laughs> well, and, and it's funny because Susan, ex- exactly what you said is exactly what all like the research papers we did when I, we did our long lost and now found cannabis and gender episode. When they looked at the research, that was the reasons most commonly given mm-hmm. by women was, well, we can't carry that stigma around, da 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 mm-hmm. But uh, I'm sitting across from someone who's been, like, selling weed cheesecakes on dead lot since before I was born, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, but so I, I can can't. tell you something anecdotal about this there you go. relevant to my life that I will use. It. So why don't I have kids? Because I made a conscious choice over a decade ago that my dedication to cannabis freedom was more important than having a kid that could be potentially taken away from me because that was a tool that the man could use to oppress my desire to free cannabis. The man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, well I mean, I don't mean to say that, but like... Well, like, that's a good decision because you definitely, you definitely right. like, made it. Like, I mean, uh, you look at the situation Shona Banda's in, and I mean, all due respect to her and the choices she's made, that wasn't a decision I was ever willing to put any kid of mine through, so I had to choose, like, I could either put my life toward cannabis or toward being a mom, and I had to make that decision by, like, 30. You couldn't just be like... 
Yeah, I mean, I'm 42 now. Well, let's like, like keep the like, dice rolling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might be able to pull one out right now, but we're into the Down syndrome eggs, and fuck it, let's just move on and do a hip on egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would say I have a similar sentiment to Jessica's, that it's like I felt like, you know, I was really outspoken advocating for hemp and marijuana, and that there's a lot more scrutiny that I think the mothers, you know, face, or they feel like they face if they have a child, and they're being really outspoken, like Jessica and I have been over the years. I mean, we see a lot of dads that come out and are very outspoken, but you don't see their wife. You know they're married. You never see them out and about with their wife out and about because they are keeping that family. Right. Someone's got to be keeping it safe. And so I think that the reality is they will take your kid away from you, but they'll let the mom keep the kid if it's a married couple. Right. And I mean, you look at, you know, like Mickey Martin's situation or somebody like that and, you know, Generally, the man will do the time to keep his wife and kids off of the, you know, yeah, of the chopping block. What is the Mickey Martin situation? I'm not familiar. I don't know. If oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't hear you over the bagel in your <laughs> fucking mouth. It's, it's gone. I just had it stuck. I just had dry bagel stuck to the top of my mouth. It's dry because I mean, of this is What is that situation? Historic. This is historic stuff that's going back, what, over 10 years yeah. ago. So yeah. what, had, what had happened? What had happened It was, was in California. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it started like that. It actually it doesn't directly involve Adam, but it does change tangentially even involve Adam. Well, no. Anything with weed I in did America not bring that tangentially up. involves Adam. In Is it your fault, that? Adam? No, 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 no. It was like through seven degrees of separation, yeah, Adam's sort three, of like maybe three. three. <laughs> <laughs> like Please take take it away, Jessica, because that was before I even knew. I mean, I, I've known Mickey in the past couple of years, definitely not closely or well. So. Well, I don't know all the details. All I can really tell you is that what I do know is, you know, basically when they came down on him, they made certain threats like, hey, you take this offer or we're going to go after your wife and take our, your kid away from your wife. Right. right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so he took the offer. I mean, which anyone would do so that their kid would stay with at least one custodial parent. Yeah, versus... You know? Wasn't that like parent. Tommy Chong? They kind of did that to him, too. Well, his it was kids like, were a lot older. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, nonetheless, he, took the rap, he actually yeah, took the rap for his kids in, in more of a reverse. Tommy yeah. Chong, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Was like, it was like, no, either you're yeah. a kid or... Yeah, it was going to be that or that. He was but, like, no, take me. But yeah. what I, I think, just to steer it back, we're now talking about an event for mothers and children around mm-hmm. marijuana. In, in contrast, and it was what we were talking about during the news when, like, the, the new bill in Colorado to allow kids to use patches in school... Uh, medical marijuana That was patches. bullshit. I, I want your take I'll, on I'll that, and I want your that. take on home I'll blasting. go off on that hardcore shortly, because that was pandering to the mommy pool to fucking take away the civil rights of 200,000 adult fucking patients, and it was total bullshit because the school districts still have 100% control over whether or not they choose to opt into that. So all the fucking singer did was basically suck the mom's dicks, excuse my language, because, I mean, <laughs> you know... Like, I don't know how that's technically feasible, but basically he just, he fluffed them. He mm-hmm. totally fluffed them and said, we're going to make this a law, but the school district will not go for that because the school district is still accepting federal funding. Right. It's a total travesty. And they used this to get a little bit of end push for some media-friendly faces, and the people who came out in support of it didn't understand that the 200,000 adult patients that you just threw under the bus so your kid might get denied some privileges paved the way for your kid to move here. You didn't live here 10 years ago. We did. We fought for this, and you threw us under the bus and our right to use a caregiver. And, I mean, I testified, and I did 
So can you kind of explain, because when, when I did the news, <laughs> everyone's making fun of the kid's man bun in the chat. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> take it seriously. <laughs> you know, when we did the news, we just we just read a little bit about that bill, but can you frame it for the listeners who, yeah, his his, his samurai. I, I laughed at it, but I kept that to myself when I got no, it. No, it's oh, okay. You don't have to keep that kind of stuff <laughs> to yourself. No, that's, we all not. share. Hey, I, I might here. laugh at your hairstyle, but I'll still think some dirty cougar thoughts about you in my own private time. <laughs> there you go, kid. <laughs> there you go. Uh, <laughs> Nick Vitus says he's going to put his hair in a bun and eat tofu. Okay. <laughs> but what? the kid doesn't eat tofu. No, I'll eat tofu and like some soups. I just won't eat like soups. I, I, and I'll eat like fried tofu because it tastes like what it's well, cooked with. I'm not. Oh it's come the same. on! Some hot vegetarian pussy is going to make this guy eat some tofu at some point. Do it. Get over yourself. Funny, we just had a discussion. About oh my the, veg- the the lack of vegetarianism <laughs> in his yeah, life. Really. My, my girlfriend was was saying like, oh, "That's you know, the way to I incorporate." Think I'm gonna go vegetarian. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way you're gonna be able to do that. Like, we eat too much meat. There's no way you're gonna be able to be vegetarian." See, you see where he's stuck at? And then he's three days there. three days later, yeah, he's the guy who's talking said, "You're right." Who, who There's no just way got off Taco Bell recently. No, six months six months clean of Taco Bell. All cougar thoughts just leaped from my head at the prospect that there might be Taco Bell still coursing through your head. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love Taco Bell. It's gonna take a while to work that out. Should be clean by now. I don't know. Barely. That's barely. Yeah, at least a year. On moderation, you know. On moderation. I'm in good shape, so. It's fine oh, with yeah. me. It doesn't matter about how good shape you're in. Yes, it does. What do you mean? <laughs> That's all that fucking matters. I'm serious. You're telling me that you're telling Brad me. Pitt would be unhealthy if he, he ate, ate a, a, Taco a thing of Taco Bell? Get the fuck out of here. It's no. your insides. It's, it's your insides, insides that count. <laughs> yeah. Not your outside. He would lose one of his six packs. He would, he would have he five would have packs. He would have a five pack. Oh, yeah. He'd have a four and a half Eventually. pack or something yeah. like that. He'd be like losing them. Dang <laughs> Hey, do your listeners know like how epic Jessica is? No, I, and and honestly, we were doing the Mother's High Tea segment, then we were going to mm-hmm. do some commercial breaks, then we were going to get to Jessica, but then I was like, fuck it, let's just mix it all together. It's all one big thing. And yeah, we'll family. just have a, right. I don't care. Like got, Jessica, I think. I like Susan. <laughs> I, I we we both, there's only other. like seven people in this entire fucking state that I'll say that about in cannabis. So. I know, it's crazy. Oh, thank you. Um, we got, you know, I was people, like, oh, we got we to gotta be careful booking her. She's obviously not in there because there's only six left. So yeah, that makes sense. We can't, just, you can't, I, I'm scared already. I don't really know you. People used to confuse us. neutral rating. That's fucking strong. That's the purpose of the beer. That's a green card. But Jessica and I were both involved like so long long ago people used to con- they used to come up to me and, and call me jessica at red rocks because the, the yeah ladies. well like see jessica was red selling rocks. the cheesecakes yeah she's selling the cheesecakes in the lots and then i was selling the hemp ice cream in, inside and so like we were both like it at red rocks at the same time and so i'd always kind of like you know that if jessica was there and she was safe doing her thing then like you know things were good you know, the the Jessica was always really out there, very forward. And she was like a miner's canary in a lot of ways. But if she was out there doing, you you did well, get a ticket once for, for huckstering. I love huckstering. that. Yeah, that's a great I have it still somewhere in the storage <laughs> stuff. One. I had to I had to submit it to you the Met at some point and be you like, can be official huckster. I'm a huckster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what, guilty. What, what earns what merits a charge of huckstering? Well, I fought it in court, and it was actually dropped because... This isn't huckstering. This is no, hardly actually, patent medicine. <laughs> exactly, because that's exactly... I, I fought it on the terms that huckstering, uh, according to the Webster's Dictionary, contends to going door to door, and I contended that there were no doors to knock on in mm-hmm. Red Rock's parking lot. Unless you were, like, knocking on cars, which, right? No, right. no, I wait for you to get out of your car. I'm very patient. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how, many, how, how many times have I seen someone get out of their car and come running before the car has come fully to a stop, though? <laughs> That's a whole other story. So how many 
cannabis-infused cheesecakes have you sold in your life? Are we talking pre-2009 or I'm, after I'm looking for a Just, lifetime tally. Yeah. God, you want me to do math? I didn't know there was going to be math on this show. Fucking A. Um, okay, so let's say that pre-2009, pre-legality, I'm thinking I was at probably 350,000 units, roughly. Wow. And then... You know, figure doubling that in the five years after that, and then I sold my licenses at the end of 2013 when I basically was like, "There's no fucking way I'm." So you hit a million. You hit a million, and then you were like, "No." No, man. that's mm-hmm. it. That's but, it. We're at we're well, seven hundred thousand. I mean, no, I, I was oh, completely almost. fucking unwilling yeah. to ever like color coat or sugar shell or fucking time stamp any 10 milligram product. I was not willing to compromise my quality for the state. Like, right. I still own the recipes and the intellectual property. I, I sold the liabilities as I see it by selling the license that just basically qualified me for food stamps for five fucking years to the next person who didn't know they would make no money with it. But I still oh, own all the assets. Ruin the, you're ruining the hustle on the shit. Sh- 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 the it's only dream. money ever made in MIPS was selling your license to the next fool down the food chain. Right. It's like it's like in Holland when you, when you take over an apartment, you have to pay money to the next guy to get out, and that's the money you get to get to the next apartment. It's like a little hustle. Huh. Everybody does. Everybody Wait, does it. How does it work? It's a, yeah. it's called overnom, and it's like a like if you get an apartment, you have to pay like say five ten grand to get it. You get the place, you get to take over the lease, and it just kind of rolls over, and nobody seems to care, and it's all cool, but if it, you have to get the next guy and you have to prove your, you know, kind oh. of, okay, you then, have to find someone to take it from and, you. It's like they, a burden you carry and around. They take, and you have to get them to give you 10, but some people, you know, put a little bit of money into it and try to get 20 and then it sounds like it. a, it's like a big hustle. Pyramid mm-hmm. scheme. Yeah, it's, yeah, a, yeah. it's a total hustle. And then a lot of guys will sell three of them to three different people and then give them all keys and then they're out of, they're out of <laughs> town. And that's that how you of, meet your new roommate. And yeah. then everyone's like, well, I gave him 5-2. And I gave him 5-2. And you're like, oh, that guy just got 15 grand. And now he's out the door. And now we're fighting over whose apartment this is. you know, Ahmed, whatever. And you're, you know, that's it. You're done. So, wow. you're, so you're saying 70,000 or 100,000? Oh, sorry. You said 750,000? Quarter, three quarters of a million. Three quarters right? of a million cheesecakes. Well, yeah, but you got to also take into account, like, the... Chocolate covered bananas. I'm saying, so you're saying total yeah. units. Yeah. I'm saying a million total units. Million total units. I'm curious to say uh, would, how many milligrams I, of THC is that? <laughs> I would estimate like individual 50. humans. I'm probably at over two million individual different people that have sampled my products because of like back in the day at Red Rocks, I get three and four yeah. people, you know, yeah. just taking a single mm-hmm. bite out of something, and then you got to figure not just in Colorado, but I mean, from New York to San Francisco, I can tell you every location to buy dry ice along I-80 because (laughs) I keep my fucking merchandise pristine. I mean, I have been on missions from God to find dry ice in almost every state in the continental U.S. Buying all Walmart out or something. Walmart doesn't always have it, in fact. Walmart is a fucking travesty on a lot of levels. The only good thing I think about them is you can park your car and park your RV. You can camp there. I use the website for air gas, and I find all of their distributors, and I go straight to the distributor hub because it's usually somewhere that yeah, a big major highway is going to pass right by. Yeah, uh, makes sense. Yeah, good. And that's it's cheaper. Buy your dry ice from the air mm-hmm. gas distributor. Every there time I go. see air gas, I'm in some way. There it is. There <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> yeah, now, you know. now there's more uses than just storing cheesecake for the dry ice. But yeah, exactly. Back exactly. In the day, it's pretty much the source of a lot of our products there. Yes. Both Jessica and I were around at the like the very early the dispensaries in Denver. Was that like 2005? Uh, the pre-09 well, dispensaries. was the first dispensary. I mean, yeah. are you well, talking like about the, the, the Compassion Club? Yeah, again? yeah. I wouldn't even call that a dispensary. I would call that like a caregivers cooperative. Mm-hmm. I that mean, was before mm-hmm. my. That was just before my coming in the 
Colorado industry, I feel like. Because we got I remember meeting you. 2009. You incredible, yeah. Yeah, like, like April, yeah. May, early. But, I mean, that was all over in 2007 is when Ken was shot. Was shot, right. And, and so, but it was over for a good year before Ken was shot. We were feuding with, you know, I mean, the whole, the fractious split between... Yeah. And I don't. Are we going to get into all that? No. Like, no. Well, a lot yeah. of the, I don't bring you on the show without expecting. I want a little of that. I want a little TGA stuff. We're going to have some I, awesome stuff. I no longer today. work for TGA. For I know, and that's why I want to talk about it. <laughs> you know, Did that, they ever find like who who shot Ken? No, the police no, never investigated. Not, I, right? I had heard that the, the, the person actually was in jail no, for some that? other. For uh, some other um, sauce, charge, oh, but What's like that? I heard that the person that that they believe or you know that I did shoot Ken was is in jail, but for some <laughs> other crime. That, right. that I've that, heard so many rumors about it. Yeah, yeah, that that's might be easy, a rumor that's an easy too. Out right there, he's in jail. Oh, some yeah, guy. we already got the, right, We yeah. already got him. We're he's good. We don't well, okay, would, we got him. He's already but actually, got him, charged for Ken's murder. I think that that's really important I mean, that uh, that we find for? out. No, no one was ever charged. No one was ever charged. Yeah, yeah. And didn't they like refuse to investigate to some extent or miss it? Boggled the investigation. They bungled. Okay, so in my opinion of what happened with the investigation, they came in. They, I don't know how to say it, but they kind of just said, you know, here's who we think did it. And they didn't investigate that person at all. And I don't believe that, I mean, what we, what I had heard, and maybe completely different from what Susan has heard, because it doesn't sound like they're the same rumor, was that the police came in and tried to say that it was Vietnamese street gangs who did it. <laughs> wow. But I can say personally, from myself, I have been in Ken's house with him and sat and played video games with the same alleged Vietnamese street gang kids who lived in his neighborhood because he lived right in that neighborhood over there at Federal and Alameda. I mean, he lived in that area, mm. which is the little Vietnam of Denver. And all the little Vietnamese kids that were high school age, I actually had to tell Ken at one point, like, I'm not going to come over here and bring stuff to you for your patients when you have all these high school kids here just because it skeeves me out. Right. It's like, it's not my thing. And they were always at his house, and... They would have never needed to shot him because he would have given them anything that they wanted on credit. He, they I mean, they were his protection. They kept him. Sounds a little Michael Jackson-y. No, no, it's not no. Michael Jackson. Ken <laughs> really pushed a lot of envelopes. He was really I mean, he on was the edge, especially with kids, with a too. Lot of stuff. So for the, the chat room's yeah. asking who Ken is, we're talking about Ken Gorman. He was an early, uh, he was like an Activist. organizer of the, he was an organizer. Going back to, he ran for governor in 1996 yeah. on the pro-marijuana legalization ticket. Like, I will say right now, anyone who smokes a hit of cannabis today in the state of Colorado legally or, you know, on other, what other circumstances... If you don't know who Ken is, you suck. You you owe a, de- a debt of gratitude to that man. He did a lot for cannabis legalization. Really Colorado. early, yeah, very all vocal. Of the, all of the lobbyist panderers and current bill writers and, and amendment writers came out of and met and began out of, I mean, even going back to the first time I met Steve Fox was probably through Ken Gorman, and I'm going to talk about like maybe 2004, I met Warren there. I met Rob Corey through that group. I met Sean McAllister through that group. Um, you know, Brian Vicente, who I have no common ground with at this point in our mutual careers, um, was my attorney for my huckstering case when I got charged with huckstering. At huckstering. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, Mason Tivert, we, all of these people came out of this very small um, incubator. And in my opinion, 
some of the people who should have had way more respect for the elders in that incubator and um, people who came out of that incubator and participated in the writing of 1284 deliberately worked hard to push that group of baby birds out of the nest because they didn't want to compete with the street credibility of the people who had no money. We never did this for money. We never were in it for money. And so essentially it was, you know, Josh Stanley and his backroom dealings with writing 1284, um, a big part of their agenda in pushing felons out of the industry was to push the people from Ken's group out of eligibility. Specifically we, and personally. Specifically and personally because we had five or six years of good street credibility and distribution experience and knew all of the growers and people that were willing to work medically who had dedicated themselves to finding good strains, and that was the last thing these newcoming profiteers wanted to compete with. And I will say deliberately, and I mean, I s sat in a meeting where that was what they talked about. That's what they discussed. Mm -hmm. So, um, Ken organized the rally like the last Saturday of every month at the Capitol. At the Capitol. There was a smoke. Yeah, was really yeah. so Ken organized that for I mean, way years. before 420 was a thing. Like, years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And all the time I knew Ken, Sometimes 420 was, was only a thing for a little while. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time that I knew him, we didn't do anything about 420. We just did those monthly. Yeah. Every I mean, happened. that was going yeah. on when I, when I started in the scene in 96. Those, uh, those uh, rallies were happening. It was pretty bold. You're like smoking a joint at the Capitol. Every what was it? The Lots of joints yeah. at the Capitol. Yeah. Every Saturday. The last Saturday every, the last of the Saturday month. Of every month for uh -huh. years this happened in Colorado. Yeah, and it was uh, a permitted thing. Ken would get the permit. For 11 years. For yeah. 11 years. Yeah. It still, hap still happens, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Just I mean, now it's every day, though. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so. but, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and going back to when Susan and I were in that group, I think I must have met you in, what, 2002 or three mm -hmm. through that. And uh, I remember when Susan had this little sexy milkmaid outfit. <laughs> I was the hip milk maiden. Oh my God! You should have seen that outfit. The, the, some old pictures can be surfaced of Susan and her milk maiden. I will do some googling and, and potential masking. I like the 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 cheesecake guys you had at, oh at Kushkan that my, one my, year. My there's some of, yeah, there's the, some of my favorites. One of the classic Colorado <laughs> weed event moments. Cheesecake. So Dude, to bring people up to speed, up, speed I on the history story. Underwear models to be successful. You, obviously, that was the key. Yeah. Yes. Um, and and you hit the, that missed demographic, right? Like you found you found the part in the market where no one Every was covering. Every woman over thirty five at that thing came and had their pictures taken with go. the underwear mm -hmm. boys. Mm -hmm. That's business. And now you have mother's high tea. Yeah. <laughs> Switching gears. Uh, I can find some milkmaid stuff here, but I don't it's going to be I'm a minute. I'm not going to yeah. get that deep yeah. into the Googling. But so. yeah, that that was my previous incarnation when I was with Hemp Ice Cream. I did that for 15 years. So, and um, yeah, it was a health food product. But you know. be doing anything with hemp, like like Doss, the magical bus fairy. Yeah, yeah that was uh, yeah, yeah, that was who I worked with. That's you're doing all the same conventions and all the same shows, and you're an integral part of the culture and the scene, mm -hmm. even though you're not necessarily selling seeds or. Right, right, yeah, because yeah, it was uh, it was one of those things where by selling, a, you know, making a hemp food and you know having a hemp food product in the health food industry, you know, I just felt comfortable advocating for marijuana issues and just being a spokesperson, you know, early on, just talking about the benefits. Because I mean, at that time there was so much fear, and I think that that's that's a huge issue. You know, we're talking about why aren't women more vocal, or you know, or just why why don't aren't they um, more consumers or just outspoken about it? And there's just incredible amount of fear and I really experienced you know and really saw that reflected 
in the people because for eight years I was selling the hemp ice cream at Red Rocks Amphitheater and um, you know many of those years overlapping with Jessica's um, tenure there uh, and, uh, and and so many people so here I was you know had this booth it said a banner it says hemp ice cream and so many people would just come up and they would tell me their opinion they would they would ask questions they would come up and they'd say I think the drug war is bullshit and you know they have a nurses would say I think medical marijuana is one of the best things and it needs to pass we need to change this and it'd be like all these because normally you know we'd be selling either in the health food stores or we would be at pot rallies or you know hemp events and things and so this is was an opportunity to really see what a wider group of people you know people just attending the concerts at red rocks what they were thinking and they would come up and they would tell a friendly stranger selling hemp ice cream and giving you know free hemp ice cream samples away um you know what their opinion was on marijuana on hemp on the laws and it was also at the same time a lot of the safer initiatives were going on here in denver and so they were they were curious like what do you think about this you know like i'm like yeah you should vote for it are you know are you in denver are you registered like you can really make a difference right now and and you should do that and so it was a, a really great way that for people to talk about these issues that it really wasn't available before no it is a really cool forum to interact and because it, you're not coming at it with an agenda your agenda is ostensibly to sell them some tasty ice cream yeah you know yeah. and and to turn it into a significant discussion for them off of a do you want a delicious treat to refresh you is, yeah. is, is cool. Well, and I think, mm-hmm. too, some, to some degree, one thing with Susan that I noticed was that, you know, she's so approachable. It's so, you know, just a great, friendly smile. And I think <coughs> something about that hemp ice cream banner was a permission slip to come up and say, you know, here's something I think about, but I got no one to talk to about mm-hmm. this. I can't talk to my coworkers about it. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer living in a dorm, so I don't have college roommates to talk about this with. And now that I don't have that outlet, I have no one to talk to about this. So mm-hmm. I think you and Das would have been like that front line of where somebody like maybe like me who has a lot of opinions about this. I mean, I obviously continue to cultivate those relationships throughout my entire adult life where I would have people to talk to about this. But, uh, you know, my perspective on the parking lot was very apolitical people just wanted to hey you know how high am i gonna get and you know i mean i i had to deal with you know sort of like two two different challenges at the same time which is that you know i'm the only one doing this everyone knows who i am so i'm kind of have to be cool you know and have follow certain rules and not be too stupid about what i'm Mm -hmm. doing but i don't drink and i don't really do hard drugs so i never had a problem keeping my shit together working and i think that's a big contributor. Do you think that's the key? The key to keeping your shit I mean, together working? If well, yeah, you, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's <laughs> that rule. Yes. Yeah, let's lay yes. out some rules. Yeah, yeah rule number straight one. Straight up, yeah. like, why did I survive through like maybe 15 or 16 years of traveling the well, entire country? Well, like being a bartender, you can't stuff. drink for every drink you give to a guy. Yeah, yeah, I never used my bartender. real name right. until like until 2009, and then in 2009, I was like, "Fuck y'all! This is my real name. This is who I really am." People who knew me always knew me. Right. But I mean, I never was like hush hush, but like. I'm working on the lot. Mm-hmm. My name is Cheesecake Lady. That's mm-hmm. what you call me. Sure. And, you know, like, if you need to talk about me in the third person, that's what you refer to me as. And mm-hmm. I don't do cocaine while I'm working. I don't do ecstasy while I'm working. I don't do LSD while I'm working. I might do it in the woods in the middle of the night. But the, at this point, after 20 years of being on tour, there's no way I could do LSD at a concert even. Because then I have to spend the entire time that I wanted to have fun explaining to you. A bunch of shit. (laughs) And so, like, now, like, at first it just started as, like, good business practice, but eventually it became forced upon me because 
there were too many people that wanted to come up and be in my face with sure. questions everywhere that I went that it was like, now I just don't go anywhere. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, I don't go anywhere. It's because the Adam model. You guys, well, you guys rules, should not rules. hang no, out together. People <laughs> ask too many fucking ignorant questions. Well, they have to organize and parties. And they require the me thing. to go back too far in history to explain the contextual answer mm -hmm. that I'm trying to give them. And then they don't do anything about the fucking history and the knowledge I've laid down on them. They just go fucking do a dab. And then I want to bitch slap them. And this is why I can't go anywhere. It's because it's for myself. It's because <laughs> I'm happier it if I don't like want to slap everyone public that I need. Public safety, too. <laughs> while we're at it. I'm just tired of people who are like, I know everything about weed. And you sit there and you're just like, you don't even know the context nope. of the ignorance shit that you're saying mistakenly. So here's one of my fears that I bring up from time to time. It's, it's sort of germane to this, but like... I think about how, like, my daughter's never going to buy weed from a pot dealer, ever. She's going to buy sad. it. It's sad. Sad. Yeah. Like, she's going to buy it. Yeah, we're going to have like to we simulations, buy coffee. I think. Like, we can have, like, you go into a fun house, and they'll be like, hey, psst. Right. <laughs> what about You'd be like, oh yeah. No, I know. Guy? That's not <laughs> what like, I said. You have five people. Would you one's like bad, to know what my line was? What I would say. I never said anything about weed. If I wanted to sell you something on the lot, I had trained my people like Pavlov. And I would just stand in this one spot and I would just be like, ring-a-ding-ding, -ding, motherfuckers. And if you didn't know that ring-a-ding-ding, -ding, motherfuckers means I'm selling cheesecakes over here, you would just keep walking by. And that was good. Because after a while, I got too blown up. So it was just ring-a-ding-ding, -ding, motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And that, then you knew who I was. And it was enough to sell at least a million <laughs> like a lot of cheese 20, 20 million milligrams of cheese. Do you do like different milligrams. flavors too? Like, oh, come on. Oh, come you never had a cheesecake? No. I've never had a cheesecake. You don't even research Get the fucking guests. Uh -huh. He's a producer. He's like a, he's an engineer. He's, a he's, he's got a man bun. He's parlay mad He's, he's our kid. He's our kid that we get to make photos of. Is he one of your illegitimate spawn? No. No. He's another East Coast import that we're trying to acclimate. He's Emmy award winning. Yeah, he's Emmy. He's won an Emmy. That's his Emmy. No, no bullshit. It's not a prison Emmy, even though it looks like it says it's a prison Emmy. It's for what? prison. 2013. Yeah. Hand it, hand it. There you go. Oh, it's let me see that. 2013 Mid Atlantic anyway, no, Student Television of Award of Excellence. That's why I asked. He's too young. See, his whole generation. I am completely places. irrelevant. That's what I'm right. saying. And I'm, I'm weirdly. I'm and when he again. forgets things, yeah. oh, it always yeah. falls over I'm, too. I'm, like, I'm blissfully obsolete again. Like I could go places again. Nobody, and nobody will, no yeah. one will even try to. Kid talk would not to stop me. you and say anything. No. No. I've only been here for almost two years now. So why are you hating on me? I clearly, I've only. I've been doing a lot of shit in the past two years too. I think I've been to like all Red Rock show. Oh, Red one, just one, just one. So, which which one was it? The Event Brothers. The who? The Avit? Yeah, the Avit. Avit. Avit Brothers. Don't even know who you saw. No, no, it's just, it's just it's <laughs> there's some beardy, some beardy siblings. So They're got, good. I got a, I got They're good. The, I've seen them a few times. The chat room right now is split between hating the man bun. Mm -hmm. And you have like two or three outstanding marriage proposals in the oh, chat. Room. Yay! Can we get some pictures on these dudes? Yeah. Uh, Here's what I want to see. Phone numbers for Jessica. I'm totally willing to consider this. I would like. She's to see looking a for a mountain man. Face, what, what's your man? Who you looking for? A picture of your semi-erect cock and a, and a picture of your <laughs> bank book. <laughs> um, yeah. A, maybe your car too. Or what, your what's dog. your what's your what's your ideal man, Jessica? Who are my you looking for? I, yeah. I yeah. Um, We're gonna who's hook you up. Not gonna tax my fucking historic knowledge. Somebody who knows a little bit of historic knowledge about what's been going on with the law. Mm -hmm. but, a good masseuse, maybe. He's oh, got geez, some. You way, way overestimate. Yeah. My now you're now you're going. You're <laughs> skipping right to the toppings. You got to get the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Whipped cream. About, like, do you 
have a house with hot running water? Oh. 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 So you have, you you have a full time yeah, job. Everybody's <laughs> jumping up now. They're like, yeah. I have hot <laughs> running water. This is changing the game right there. I got water. I got that. Have you? Do you have more than I don't know, like thirty books? And okay. have you read most they, of them? Yeah, yeah are, they, are, they, are they all brand new? And also, you, are they grown-up or kid books, probably? How big are the letters? Yeah, how, how big are the letters? Yeah, I'm willing to date somebody who wears glasses and wants to read when their glasses are off. But, <laughs> I mean, do you read? Do you have a full-time job? Full-time, I, part-time? Or past all that, Independently that wealthy is fine, it's too. Uh, yeah. You don't have flying to around work. A, I'm flying around <laughs> in jets all day. I'm going to be I also mean, okay. So Floyd like, Mayweather's out, by the way. Okay, so basically, we, we, no, is that, he doesn't have hot water. Can you carry no, like? Can't can you carry twenty pounds on your back for five miles? Um, Why you know? would you ever need to do that for hiking? The kid? she's a mountain woman. Yeah, like Jessica is in the mountains. How the fuck would you ever need to do that? You are such a fucking pussy. You to build a character. You can put it down if you needed to. Why you would you need to fucking... You put your fucking gear down when we get to the other end. Where's my fucking dinner, bitch? <laughs> I packed a sandwich, and I expect it to be there for later. I hope you fucking remembered it, thank you. I will carry my own sandwich, and you will be thirsty, and you will be hungry, and oh, I will man. just... I see a spinoff show brewing here. I definitely see a spinoff. A reality show? I could be on a show called I'll Bitch Slap Your Kid. Yeah. And you can and, bring and, me. And your he's our kid. Wow. He's, our kid. So he's our kid. He's our kid. He's our kid. Is that so. the the name of the episode today? <laughs> yep, it's getting renamed. No, <laughs> I still want to lay down the truth about what happened in the political session at some point. But yeah, well, well so we're we got five minutes left. Then we're gonna do the shout outs. Then I want to bring it back and go go okay. to that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what's going on. I, I mean, you know, I'm just no. Here to I'm the only one who has the timer, so you're not missing um, anything other than sweet. You know, yeah, I'm excited to be here. Like yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. You're. Both of you are incredibly popular. My my internet just went down again. I'm telling so you, I can't it's, tell it's you, but the four extra X chromosomes changes mm-hmm. up the whole the whole flow. Yeah, ladies are important. Also, less listen to us. There's cleavage. Le- and cleavage and less net dabs. Yeah, exactly. You're right in line, line of sight. So yeah. no, Susan has better cleavage. But uh, yeah, yeah. Yours isn't really. You'd have to yeah. face. Oh, no, no, you're facing <laughs> the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good job. <laughs> oh, five <laughs> minutes. Susan, you wrote an article about Foria, right? I did. I did. I did a, I did a five review. Minutes. Give us a five minutes. Okay. Four minutes on Foria. <laughs> All right. Well, add into the chat room, guys. Do they know about Foria? Are they Hold gonna, on. Let me see. I just gonna, the chat um, room. Chat room. You guys know what Foria is? What is Foria? Foria. Well, what is Foria? It's pretty exciting. I mean, it's it's like this whole new product. It's a it's a sex lube that uh, that has hash oil in it. Hash oil and coconut oil. And so I wrote it. I wrote actually two impressed. reviews. Oh. One of them it's is just on that. hash oil and coconut oil, though, right? Like from what they yeah. told me, it sounds like weak hash oil. Those like sixty percent THC mixed with medium chain triglyceride oil. That's what uh-huh. it looked like. Yeah, right? yeah. So they have that, um, and then uh, that's on elephantjournal.com, That review, and then I also did like a preliminary one. Uh, so when you say review, you're saying apothic you sampled this I sampled it, but I didn't. I didn't actually write about my experience. I will get. I'm getting samples. I'm getting. I need to see to these work. pictures from these marriage proposals before I commit to taking a sample of this product. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like Foria is advertising it as a product for women. It's like a clitoral stimulator, but they're like you can put it, you can put it everywhere. You know, <laughs> it's not just for the clitoris. Um, but I actually the review I wrote it was uh, it, I gave it to other people, and so I wrote about their experiences with it and so two women were just like oh my god i was it was incredible and then one was like uh i don't think it did anything so i can it kind of depends you know but um you know but i I think it's it's pretty exciting that it's just this whole i mean who whoever knew 
but I, I don't know. I'm just kind of always worried about the, the litigious nature of society. And like, I mean, uh, with one lawsuit, then I mean, any one of these small companies could just go down. <laughs> that's too lubed up. You got too lubed up. Shut up. Slippery. Not too slick and slid off the bed. <laughs> Kid, is the kid just like, blushing? Just, are you hot or are you blushing? No, I've been hearing stories about this stuff. I don't know. I'm 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 in between about it. For a, a where like in the taint area? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> I heard that's where to put the patches. But so no, the patches. that is where you put you the patches. Are oh, you really <laughs> asking? Are you taint? Are you taint? Are you taint? Listen, listen, listen. Doctor Doctor Kid is recommending putting the patches. If you like, He's twelve, oh Jessica. You gotta, if you warm it up with a little, uh, warm it up with a little paper towel or a nice little warm hand <laughs> towel. What do you Shave your taint. The patch on there. If the skin is so thin that it, it penetrates very quickly, I, you know, you know, it penetrates the taint very quickly. No, no, you know, it's pretty oh funny. Earlier gosh. when she said, when we were talking about patches, I was going to make a joke about your taint and put the right, slapping a patch on your taint. I did. I was it, too, and I was like, it wasn't no relevant. Joke. It wasn't relevant. That yeah. shit you brought it works. out, dude, dude, no, telepathic. I'm just saying. It, well, I mean, you know what, Mary's Medicinals. It They're sponsoring it. Mother's High Tea, right? They are, yes. Do you yes. want to ask them about taint patches? I, I am going to <laughs> ask someone next it, week. Um, a taint with <laughs> Have you ever tried? Wait, works. Have you heard about? For the same reason that they say put it on the inside of your wrist or on the inside of your arm, wherever mm-hmm. skin is thin, uh-huh. and that's right, how it's right going to seep on your, infest. On your, on your wow. neck, on your head. Head. So man bun here is telling us he put it on his mangina. That's pretty much what I'm saying. But what about like the adhesive, though? But I put it on my taint. So it's the area in between the balls and the butthole, just in case we're not familiar with what a taint is. But what about, is. like, the adhesive part? Uh, like, was that, like... You didn't get all... Yeah, yeah. 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 It doesn't well, come no, off. Yeah, you yeah. put it on your wrist. You have, like, glue on your wrist. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Loofah. That's warm, a little too warm water sensitive. Warm water. Scrub it. As of right now, I'm calling it right now. I'm going to go home and start working on making a medicated wax Brazilian application. Boom. Hey. For the kids, too. For those of us who are old enough to have grown a few hairs in there. I'm just lucky to not I'm lucky to not be super hairy which is cool <laughs> everyone keeps uh, asking what, what's up with the kids T-M-I <laughs> need a haircut it's the only hair that's not going on oh, yeah. alright no perfect timing guys we're gonna do shout outs <laughs> and then we'll bring it back that was like a well timed segment I feel like we have a new cast here <laughs> Big shout out, of course, to Way to Grow. Check them out at waytogrow.net. If you're in Colorado, you've probably been to one of their stores by now. If not, I don't know where you're buying your gear. You're getting ripped off because if you go in Way to Grow and tell them Adam Dunshow as your account, you're going to be very, very cheap. It's going to be cheap. It's going to be great gear, best prices already. You're going to get it for even cheaper. Uh, right now, they got the dirt cheap sale going on in store 32 bucks for a bale of ProMix, 11 bucks for a bale of Roots Organics. Twelve bucks for Bell Botanic Hair Cocoa Grow Coir Fiber. Eleven fifty for the Royal Gold Tuper. And uh, I'm not going to make Ryan do the Morgan Freeman read. No, it was that, was, it was, funny, that was funny. That was good. funny. This, this is a good it's episode. Good. I'm liking this one. It's good. Uh, so the dirtbag sale just goes on and on and on. Your dirtbags for life. Yeah, I feel like we should make another code like dirtbag. He should do the dirtbags. I'm for a dirtbag. You're saying yeah. I'm a dirtbag, and you get twenty five twenty five percent off a low price already. No, don't do that. But check him out. Waytogrow.net. Again, they have no, great want, information. That's such a terrible song. Yeah. Can't yeah. say that. We don't want that. All right, we're moving on from that. And, of course, big shout-out to Incredibles Edibles, our number one Edibles. Kid, you weren't here before. I said I was going to get an affogato. But Did can you, you remind one? me? No, I obviously didn't get one between when you oh, were, I went down. Oh, I thought you meant last time. Nope. Can you uh, 
Yeah, you weren't here last time. That's true. I was but, here last time. Okay, so, but the other high. time. All right, you're high. Can you uh, please run through the flavors for us? Um, they have so many. They like Morgan the, Freeman. No, I'm not like Morgan Freeman. Yes. Nope. Chat room demands it. Morgan nope. Freeman. But Morgan they, Freeman. Yeah, gonna, do, they, it, yeah, do it. They, do it. They do have it. So, I'm not going to do it. They have Come so on. many bars. They have like the Blueberry Bliss, the Peaches and Dreams, Strawberry Crunch, nobody, Cookies nobody and Cream. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. They want to hear it. Morgan Freeman style. Morgan Freeman. I mean. I'm I'm pausing the timer until you do Morgan Freeman. They have such a vast selection of different bars <laughs> you can't you're do it you're making you laugh. Laugh. I'm not making you laugh. and you can't remember what bars they are when you're doing the Morgan Freeman I noticed that you're, you're too much concentration the monkey bar specifically yeah. that's, that's racist as fuck the kid uh, no, no see it's not it's just the one I like on my way past it's the one I like they have lots of different bars my name is Floyd you just knocked over Floyd. the sign my name is money may well Big shout out to Build the Soil, our number one, number one soil and organic sponsor. Really, if you want to learn about your soil, like most places you call them and they just read you their marketing shtick, call Build the Soil. Jeremy will teach you why it's better, and then he'll give it to you at a better price than everyone else. It's crazy that that business model can actually work. That's what's nuts, but it works based on volume. He just, a lot of people do it. and he talks to so many people for so long. And, and, and it works. And hit him up, buildthesoil.com. Of course, big, he big shout-outs. He must hate it that we tell him that he'll talk to everybody forever. No, he says he loves it. When I talk to him, I always talk <laughs> like, to him forever. Like, he'll and talk to you forever. He loves they it. They call up and like, what? Come on, that's not forever. That's only been like six minutes. What's going he on? Talk, he talks forever. <laughs> big shout-out to AU Extracts, our new concentrate sponsor. Yep. We love them. They uh, got third place in the Tangy uh, this year's cup. You got some Tangy dabs for me? No, smoked them all. That's what happens. Wah, 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 wah. I want that right. chocolate again as well. I'm going to get uh, like a, another type of... That whatever. chocolate was the shit. What, oh, that chocolate was some serious damage. And that was a TJ's... Uh, TJ's or- Gardens collapse. Or- so is that on shelves in the Oregon? I think it is. Check them out if you're in Oregon. AU and, Extracts. And when it drops, get it. Because oh. it's one of those things when you get it super fresh, it's <coughs> even better. Big, big shout out to Dark Horse Genetics for doing, making it, doing making big it things. happen. Doing big things, making it happen nationwide. Messing with Tommy Chong. Did the Banner Bowl. Banner Bowl. All over the place. They're all over the place. They're doing an AU Extract um, collabo. There you go. Apparently messing with Rare Dankness, but then, keep, you know, that's on the on the top level. At the same time, keeping it real and working with the Jaws gear. Uh, Jason's really doing, He's he's got a real interesting approach to what he's trying to do. He's trying to work on a lot of collaborations. Yeah, he sees Dark Horse as a banner more than, like, his brand. And... Uh, yeah, and also got their vending machines going on and their locations in L.A. and soon to come here. You can even get, do you know you can get the seeds in the vending machines? Mm-hmm. L.A., Seattle, go with the beans. Vending machines. Vend a bean. Vend a bean. Are com. these new? Those are old That's school, This whole right? campaign, the Free George brand campaign. New. Brand new. Brand, brand cool. new. This is all new. New campaign. So, you, so you, oh. you get a sticker and you take a picture. That's right. And you hashtag Free George. That's true. To and spread boom. the word about George spread Washington being a hemp farmer. And how hemp needs to be reestablished. And how if in the he US. was alive today, he'd be in jail from mm-hmm. the last ten years at least, or more, or twenty, or however old. I guess he'd be old. He'd be in there for hundreds of years. Do you, <laughs> be there for Susan, do you remember those stickers I used to make that said George Washington didn't win a war to make you pee in a cup? Yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Have a whole line of stickers from the lot too. Nice. That was like great. that was one of the things about the hemp ice cream that <laughs> that really was good. I didn't anticipate was all the drug testing urine questions that we that I would get. Oh, like, yeah. well, will it show like up on a P-test? How many people did you think you 
scout to lose their job. You're like, yeah, I don't <laughs> no. know. Maybe. Probably not. You're like, eh, well, there's some people, they're, line, they're like so down. terrified that, you know, if they ate it, that they, they would test positive. And there's all the other people. They're like, just put the marijuana in there. No one's going to tell on you. That's what we really want. <laughs> and of course. Of course. <laughs> so then they went outside and, and caught up with you. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah. I stuck like, into Red Rocks pretty regularly. I think if you sat. In front of the taper section or better, you could pretty much be assured. I just wouldn't have enough stuff to carry it all the way to the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's talk. Let's talk, take it away. Tell us. Where do you want to start? What you you're okay. you're running the show. So basically, as we speak, they're running down the clock on the last few bills. I think as of as I was sitting downstairs trying Wait, to figure kid, out. fix the mic. Since the last day of the legislative Fixed session the here in Colorado, the isn't it? The proper part of the microphone is facing. I don't know what the fuck. No, no, that's why I'm yelling at the kid. You're, 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 I can't you just see talk. her now. You just talk. It's his job. It's his job to. <laughs> there you can you lower the mic, kid? <laughs> it's in front of her she eyes. Sits, if she, no, not on the camera, it's not. And if she sits right forward, it will not be. Don't tell okay. the lady how to sit. That's, I'm putting the mic where you can't move it forward anymore. I Lower like slouch. She's, she's relaxed. So, folks, it's the last day of the legislative session here in Colorado. Yes. Th- things are tense, huh? Yes. So, basically, we got to, I think, the actual 11th hour with the uh, medical industry bill sunsetting. And I think that just passed between uh, noon and 1230 while I was dinking around because, the, or at least it just updated on the calendar while I was sitting down there saying that they repassed it through the Senate and the House both, um, which I thought that was interesting that they were really willing to wait till the very last day on, <laughs> I mean, whatever, 12,000 bus- or 1,200 businesses. This isn't the first time they've done that, though, huh? No, but, I mean, usually it's not something that's as important as state jurisdiction over that many businesses i mean honestly in my opinion the best case scenario would have been to let the medical bill sunset because every medical licensee would have still had local approval from their local jurisdiction so we could have finally get done i mean essentially the sunset bill was written by lobbyists for the rec industry to continue to make medical completely unattractive as a business prospect so that only places where there was no other option would continue to support medical but you see more and more places just throwing out the medical baby with the bathwater, um based directly on the fact that now recreational is completely free from vertical integration has the option for redeemed felons to work within the industry medical is exempt from all of that and they are overlaying several things on medical. So right now, as we speak, there's a bill going through that may pass by the end of the day to require testing for medical. So you'll have more expenses, a lower profit margin. We have maybe 30% of the square footage that was dedicated to medical as of 2012 remains dedicated to medical at this point, but they're still tied to vertical integration. So some places can't expand simply because there's no room to expand, but those places who could expand aren't able to reach the market that's out there for them. So it's kind of unfortunate the way that the bill has been written for another four years to extend the medical licensing with basically more more oligarchy and more attrition of the business to the people who can afford to hold these unprofitable businesses for a few more years until they rewrite the laws again. And so is there... do you think there's any way to slow it down or stop it? I mean, this has obviously been the trend since since there's been an industry to speak It's gotten about. worse each year progressively. Right. It's gotten – I mean, like, the lobbyists are the only ones who are having any impact on the way that the bills are being written right now. I'm – you know, and you see these lobbyists now. There's, like, 
the older lob the older school lobbyists, the original assholes, are now battling a fresh set of assholes <coughs> representing a whole new fresh set of douchebags because some of the original assholes wrote such douchey laws that they actually killed themselves, and their lobbyists are no longer potent, so now these new people have more money to hire new lobbyists. Right. It's been very interesting to watch the, uh, you know, it's basically just like watching oil, you know, collect into pools on the top of some dirty, dirty water. I just, I wrote a uh, Ask the Cannabis um, this week, actually, and it was someone was wanting to know, how do I become a marijuana lobbyist? And so in my research <laughs> in, uh, in 2000, yeah, 2014. Sell all your moral values. Were, uh, Get 26. some slutty pantyhose. You're done. <laughs> there were 26 paid uh, lobbyists and uh, for marijuana, and they were collectively paid $331,000. That's just here in Colorado. And there were other lobbyists, but they, w- they were just counting, like, just the core, like, marijuana ones. There were some other, like, ancillary lobbyists, but... Well, I, I, mean, I didn't realize. 26. If, if you know your history, lot. MIG was hired from being part of the fracking lobby. Right. And they still share their office space with the Colorado Petroleum Gas Association, which, in my opinion, is pretty scummy. And it's like, okay, so they're causing cancer and you're medical marijuana. Oh, how convenient. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think basically Josh went out and rounded up the scummiest scumbag for hire he could find and that was Mike Elliott and you know now their names are no longer tied together but that's I mean Josh is the one who dug Mike Elliott out from under the fracking rock I didn't realize that Mike Elliott specifically was a a fracking lobbyist I I believe that was exactly where really I think he was a fresh one Uh, yeah because he definitely was I guess what he always seemed pretty pretty green was he an attorney I, I don't know if I mean, he passed. He might have passed the bar, now. but he was. I think he was still a student at some point mm-hmm. when he first came. I mean, he's yeah. a CU graduate. I don't know much of his history or background. I, I saw yeah, the uh, SSDP has had a CU a symposium, a cannabis symposium, for the past couple of years, and so uh, he was he was there last year. I was like, oh, you're a CU alum too. Interesting. How about Interesting. that? Interesting. Yeah, him and Sean Coleman. Speaking of lobbyists. And, uh, and there, this is part of the, the newer school of lobbyists here in Colorado. Well, I mean, you're referring to. I will say straight up, like, I go to the Capitol and I see the skeeviest shit going on behind the scenes. And, you know, you'll walk out and you'll see Louis Kosky and Kamerzel meeting with some of these lobbyists, you know, in the, in the back room. And, you know. These being the, for, for out-of-state people, these being the enforcement. Like the, well, I mean, they're the med people, but they're right. meeting with, like, the C4 people or Christian Cedarberg or whoever, and you just walk up and you see this, and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? You know, what are they cooking up? I mean, just just here's the question. Like, the med does not have jurisdiction over home grows, right? private anything, so they really don't have jurisdiction over private people making concentrates privately in their own home. Yet, I would say in the past month, between Kosky and Kamerzel and a bunch of other DOR employees... Several hundred salaried hours have been dedicated to lobbying on behalf of bills that the med has no jurisdiction over. To and those bills were not written because of safety concerns; they were just specifically written by the industry lobbyists to protect the revenue on the sixty-dollar gram adapts because they don't want someone to make those products at home. And you know, it's, it's actually interesting. I was just doing an analysis that on the recreational oil. The base cost before you, you – this is the cost of paying the excise taxes, processing fees, mandatory lab testing. The base cost for oil, somewhat, depending on where you are, up to 20, $22 a gram 
is what it costs in just paying to make it. To yeah, yeah, and that's giving everyone their little their little slice. Is right. that labor? And that's, is labor too? It, it is, but that's not most of it. Is excise tax? Because uh. uh, you're between growing it then transferring it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting it through your chain. It's not even the labor. If you're making it in house, that changes everything. Mm-hmm. But between the, I guess it's the labor of the lab, right? Mm-hmm. But you got to pay for the lab testing. That's you know that's that's the rules. Uh, well, now you pay the pr- extraction lab to get it tested, mm-hmm. and you hope that they're not making twenty five cents or fifty cents on every strain you put through every harvest. <laughs> so, yes, um, I, I don't know what that's what they're protecting, but uh, right. How, mm-hmm. how what about the the concern for you know that they just since Colorado is on the, the forefront to really um, protect it from federal intervention, you know. That is fear-mongering, Susan. Yeah. Just be honest. There has been no sh- no show of interest. I mean, first off, the only actual enforcement we've seen in the state of Colorado of flagrant people who were violating state law has been federal. It has not been state. I mean, if anyone can on your chat room or wherever cite me one case where the med actually shut somebody down and brought the charges not federal but the actual Koski and his team there aren't uh, there there are none there are tons of cases where they've given people a pass now now what about with the uh i mean everyone's been talking about i'm trying to pull up this article and i can't find it the new pesticide regulations and the that was the city of denver that was not the maryland enforcement supervision and that's my point is that the city have done things Lots of local enforcement districts have done things, and there have been federal intervention. But following the MED rules, or the MED being there, has not prevented federal intervention. You look at that big bust from October with all of the... Up in in Boulder and Denver, that one? Yeah, Boulder, Denver, Golden. It was all around the the most recent Nyguin family, and then the other, you know, a lot of tied-in caregivers and whatever else you had with that. Um, that bust was completely a federal bust. The, the state was only serving as an assist, and it was all precipitated by actions that occurred in Minnesota. The other big bust that's happened in Colorado was the Colombians, and that, again, was facilitated by a bust that happened in Florida related to the people who were doing illegal shit here in Colorado. But everyone knew that the Furtados and Solanos were doing crazy, mad, illegal shit the med knew they were doing crazy mad legal shit. The med have still never charged those guys with any charges. All the charges that have been charged against them have been federal, and it's pretty flagrant in the rules. The med set. I mean, I think that Louis Koski has committed a felony. And so, so is your point then that the med is benign because it doesn't do anything, or is your point? I think that the med, the med is, is actually corrupt, and that my point is going to be that I think Louis Koski has participated in felonies and should not be eligible to work in the medical marijuana industry or the marijuana industry based on the felonies he's committed, because federal law says if you aid and abet, abet and make a certain amount of money in the aiding and abetting of a of a federally illegal drug crime, you've committed a felony as well. Well, every time a license transfers hands, the state gets $2,000 in transfer fees. The med clearly knew that VIP and whatever those other businesses, the the guy Laszlo Baggy owned and all those places, were committing crimes. They were all federally busted. But the med took a $2,000 license fee and allowed all of those businesses to transfer hands to new ownership, (coughs) which is a 
which is a felony. Right. Now, is, is, there, is there clear and evidence Kosky's that... And signed on every one of those licenses to be licensed by the state. Is there evidence uh, presented in court or anything that stating that they knew this stuff, that they had had them under surveillance or anything? I mean, no, uh, but the, this, these, these licenses changed hands and transferred to new owners after they had already been shut down by federal intervention. Right. So it should have been like... Yeah, I mean, it's, it's beyond ridiculous. <coughs> right. It's a no-brainer at that point. And the state took, I mean, one guy had just seven licenses in himself, so that was 14 grand that the state took in license transfer fees. And in my opinion, Louis Kosky was more interested in the 14 grand in transfer fees than he was in spending a penny of the meds' filthy largesse that they've taken in from industry to prosecute a crime. They'd rather take the transfer fees. And that's the fucking crime of it, that they're allowing these licenses to perpetuate, thereby the small mom-and-pop businesses that were operating illegally are getting swallowed up by the oligarchy of big businesses that operate in favoritism because they've hired former med employees. That was the point of the five-person panel, panel oversight board that got killed in committee the other day, that they wanted an oversight board over Kosky because they feel that Kosky is providing too much favoritism to his former cronies who now work for industry. And this makes me laugh like hell because you go back to 2011 and you listen to the records where I'm on that regulatory panel with Matt Cook. And I said to Matt Cook, I feel strongly that med employees should have a 10-year non-compete where they cannot work for the industry for 10 years. They have to have a 10-year gap with other employment before they could ever come and work for the industry in any capacity or own a business in the industry if they work for the med. And that makes perfect sense because you see the re revolving door at the federal level with the FDA exactly. and all over the place. And, and Matt Cook laughed at me. He laughed heartily at me and told me that he would never have anything to do with the industry and he hated having been assigned this job and would want nothing to do with it. Doesn't Matt and then consult to the industry? Thank you yeah. for pointing out the obvious fact that I'm trying to make here. So that these people have all been full of shit from day one. They just want their gold watch, and then they want to get their cake and eat it too. And they're all in cahoots. And, I mean, look at Livewell. Seckman worked for Livewell. They've never been charged with any fucking charges based on the whole fucking county fair shit. And the whole thing, in my opinion, is that it clearly states in state law that you cannot manufacture non-medicated products and medicated products in the same facility. Yes. So the crime right there was that they just fucking tried to make shit in their medicated facility instead of going out and renting a clean commercial kitchen to make those products for the fair which would have been the professional and proper legal way to do that. Right. So I just get pissed when I see all this fucking skirting around the law for certain people, and then I see some of my good little clients that I've worked with. I let this go out. I suck. <laughs> but um, You're passionate. Sorry. Yes, but I care about what I'm talking about. I you see that the juice. I did. I, I, he passed it to me. I started chatting. I was like, this is the wrong timing. I need to pass this on. But anyway, I digress. What I see is that I've seen a lot of really good mom-and-pop owners where it's a family business and they just want to be their one little shop, get swallowed up by the regulatory just miasma of, of unmeetable rules in favor of these bigger businesses. And now, as of today, there's a bill going to be voted on that will allow out-of-state investment for these big businesses that have survived so whoever had the big money to survive the starvation period that they wrote into law now is going to get that investor money from out of state and be able to do all the things that all the little mom and pops who maybe their only chance of getting some money was, we've got Grandma Ellen and she'll give us 50 grand and that'll keep us going to, to meet all this regulatory oversight that's egregious. So in my opinion, what we've had here is that we've, we've worked steadily in a race towards the bottom of quality for an oligarchy of the least qualified, least passionate people who don't give a shit about weed. And, I mean, that's what I see as our industry right now. And obviously, I mean... There are a few people left, but, hey. I mean, my, my overall majority of my opinion, based on what I see lobbying-wise 
and what I see happening at the Capitol is that there are still some good people left, but they are getting pushed out as they have been, and it's only going to be another couple harder years. If you're in medical and you only own a medical shop and not a rec too, you're going to be looking at a hard more couple years. It's not going to be pretty or profitable for you. And now they have a bill that says if you want to transfer your medical to a rec license, you have to destroy all that product. You and can't, start from scratch. And start from scratch. Jeez. You can't transfer it like everyone else got to because maybe you waited or maybe you didn't have the money to transfer, mm-hmm. whatever reasons, or maybe you you know just weren't sure that was going to be the right way to go. And now you see the writing on the wall, but it's too late. Your product gets destroyed. And so it's very interesting to me the way the industry has really lobbied for things that they want, and nothing has been based on safety. Well, I mean, you go back to the audit reports. That's never been the long-term agenda. That's never been, I mean, from the legislative standpoint. Obviously, the, the agenda was to take this big, crazy-shaped thing and put it through enough mills that it was a pebble the same size and shape well, no, as I every mean, other pebble in the The pebble agenda container. was to, and I mean, this going back to Romer in 1284, the agenda legislatively has always been to go from 1,000 mom-and-pop owners to 100 oligarch owners right. because 100 oligarchs make more campaign contributions than 1,000 mom-and-pops do. Oh, they're easier to manage and they're yeah. easier to subdue. It's, and to cow. And I mean, yeah. you got all these fuckers who are clamoring for classification and, and to schedule two cowing. because yeah. they'll, they'll fucking... They, they're so ignorant that they would look for any approval at a federal level, even if it pushes them out of industry. And, and they have they have no no cognizance of of that fact. They they think that they're ready to. They're come desperate up and for approval, but the approval well, yeah, is basically just the one. That's the best right. No, what well, all that's going to do is allow f- big pharma to cherry pick the most desirable profit monger and force them their will on that person. And frankly, I don't I don't even think I think it's it's. I've recently been thinking a lot about the hubris of this industry on so many levels, and I think it's just outright pride that anyone in this industry would think that Merck needs you. Like, I promise you, no one in no. this state, no no matter how great your extraction technique is, no matter what, what, what your tricks are, nobody needs you. Oh, they just need permission, and you're done. No, and they, they don't care about the quality of the buds or the farm or the garden, so they no, don't no. need you if you're the best grower. They don't really need you for anything. And, you know, they didn't need me. And, I mean, like, that's why I've decided to go a different way with my, you know, like, I still own all my recipes and my brand and my thing, but I'm not going to use it to support the med. I'm going to use it to support myself again. Right. I think that's one of the biggest challenging things is, you know, it's like we're working on, you know, towards legalization. And then as people are having these conversations within their own, you know, their own states, what there more closer? That that it's like you know having these details, and I think that some of the beauty of the of how it um, here in Colorado is that anyone you know if they pass the the background checks, they could get a license. You know, and then now in all these other states, it's like you have to have be part of a moneyed interest, and that they only have you know ten licenses that, that they're granting. That's false, Susan. The background check is the. You still need a lot of money. Right, right. Yeah, but the thing is, but like, it's not it, like but a, people could get a license, and so you had, you know, hundreds of people. There wasn't a cap Oh, you're talking about number. in 2010. Yeah, like on the number of licenses, you know. And, and by I'm, contrast to, like, New York, they're given five, five yeah. licenses statewide, right. you know. And here, ostensibly, it's free market, not an oligarchy. In New York, it's like, no, no, we're, we're making this an oligarchy right up, right, right up front. Yeah. But it well, hasn't really been. I mean, there have been a lot of municipalities. Like, if you go all around the state, there have been, like, you know, Breckenridge was only going to have three. Now they have five. 
you know it's like all these places where they're like we're only going to allow one we're only going to allow three and so there there have been a lot of places where they did that i mean i i see your guys's point but i don't think it's quite as rosy the picture as it would seem like you get out of denver was its own situation but denver is not indicative of what i've seen throughout the rest of the state you know well, that, where, that's a very true point mm-hmm. and that's so a very true you point. know you get out to where i am and i mean you look at the caregiver bill and it's like i live in a county with two shops they're both wreck they don't have medical at all really so to me like i find it insulting that they would make any cap on caregivers because if i don't have someone who's going to arguably ostensibly if i could not grow my medicine for me I want to p- pick the person who's the best grower. I don't want to pick the person who has room still left in their plant count because they didn't because they weren't good enough to be the bad, best choice. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And so this was my whole point, you know, but nobody could hear that the, what they were doing was essentially condemning caregiver-bound patients to the lesser choice, not the best choice medically. And so why why was the voice of the patients which which is not only, you know, theoretically, but very definitely the group of people who had enough impact to get the legislation passed initially and move us towards such progressive medical marijuana legislation. Is that how has that voice been completely how have they been able to completely ignore that voice now when they weren't able to in the till past. now? Yeah, yeah. I think progressively we've lost a lot of grounds on the civil rights front for marijuana over the past five years. Um and I will say I attribute a lot of that to A64. It got the people in the legislature all up in arms in a way that they weren't paying attention, but unfortunately most of those people were ignorant. And it gave a very small minority of the lobbyists who are in there right out of the gate early very good access to spin whatever fear-mongering and bullshit-mongering that they wanted. And so we went from in 2000... like. In 1999, I think we had 20-some-odd pages of marijuana regulatory law on the books. Today, we have 700 as of whenever the governor signs all the bills that are going to come out of, you know, today and the last couple of weeks. We'll probably be at close to 1,000 pages of regulatory bullshit by the time the rules are promulgated out of the new laws that have just been passed. Ryan. So... You tell me how legalization made it more legal if we went from 20 pages of code to over 1,000 pages of code and 1,000, you know, and it's like you have 500 more chances to fuck up. Yeah. And so that's a big factor. But I think that's been by design that you've had not just our own industry. I mean, like when I go to the Capitol, I'm not just fighting the bullshit lobbyists from the the bad part of the industry. I'm also fighting the lobbyists from the cops and the lobbyists from like – the school teachers and the lobbyists from SMART. So it's it's like you, if you really care and you're really an activist, you're not just fighting the bad people and the cops. You're now fighting all the fucking profiteers as well. It's it's gotten harder to get the real good message across. And there aren't enough people putting their time in because they think it's legal. And that's – I mean that's throughout the process as much as I've, I've been engaged in it or I've, I've seen it. That's been a, a riff that I've seen start and expand and uh, – beca- People saw it early on. Some people saw it early on, and some people recognized that there were these two different paths that as we moved from a completely black market to a gray market and (coughs) into a completely legal market, there were two ways it could go. And people eagerly seemed to have started down each path. And I think at this point— there are too few people left because there was not enough— like, too many of the people who were passionate got pushed out. And right. so they just stopped coming to the Capitol. They're like, well, this isn't about me anymore. It's right. about this industry, and I'm not going to be a part of that. 
So they just stopped coming, and it's allowed more and more of the... In, I mean, the industry is driving most of the stuff that people are sitting at home and bitching about right now. It's not being driven by cops. It's not being driven. It's being driven by the asshole you shop from. The person you bought your dabs from that you're sitting at home right now heating up your rig to sit there and be like, oh, man, I can't make concentrates at home, and I'm going to you know, smoke this $60 gram of what the fuck ever tain soup that I'm smoking. How are you feeling, kid? Um, <laughs> I mean, I think she's talking about you. Why would that be me? I don't know. Where do you get your dabs from? From a store. Yeah, that, I'm, I'm just saying that. Sure like, that's I'm pretty sure that nothing that comes out of Green Labs is t- or Green Dot. I don't, is I don't think she's talking about Tinsu. I'm so not talking about any specific location. I'm talking about the people who accept the status quo and are like, things are great. This, and yeah. then they go home and they bitch. They they spend a lot of money. They pay a lot of taxes. You know, there was sixty million dollars in taxes that were supposed to be refunded to we the people. Yeah, what happened? That were that? just stolen in the last probably couple hours. Yeah, what? Where did that money end up going? Oh, they made it into bill. the general fund. And see, Was that what they and keep, s- if they keep putting it to schools, I'd feel cheated, but cheated for the general good. But they're if not. They didn't give it but back they never them. gave a penny to teachers. That's the whole fucking bullshit. They gave money to contractors. You look around; every building business in the state is booming. Contractors are not hurting. Teachers still haven't gotten a fucking penny in raises. This whole thing has been bullshit. That we should have never been giving more money to an industry that thrives. We should have always been giving more money to the school books and teachers and fucking musical instruments and art supplies and shit that makes it so that every kid has a chance to have some kind of career, not just to be a fucking shithole accountant yeah. and sit in well, a that's box. What everybody thinks of. Everyone thinks of the those things when they think of money going to school. That's yeah, that's what you expect is happening like, okay, with your money. Right away, books. First of all, yeah, we're <laughs> going to get them books. We're going to raise teacher salaries and get them better teachers and after yeah, school yeah. programs. And yeah, no, none of that. Not one bit of that has happened at all. We've bought them some air conditioning units, That's which good. is good. And That's humane. You know, but like we bought some air conditioners. That's good. <laughs> We've also bought them like new like water fountains and things like, you know, some of these things are needed infrastructurally oh, okay. wise, but some of these things are just hey, we've got to spend this money because we've been given this money, so we better find something that we need to replace in this school so that we get some of this money. And I, to me, it's like, well, getting some of that money to pass on to a contractor when you're not really doing anything that benefits the learning experience. Right. Is, it's, it, this, this whole A64 was written extremely poorly, in my opinion. I was not a fan of it. And, um, you know, I think a lot of the the bad news that was written into it has come home to roost. And I get really pissed when people talk about these baby steps because we live in a nanny state today because we took too many baby steps instead of fucking walking tall like adults and taking responsibility for making cannabis as legal as apples and tomatoes, which is where we should have been applying ourselves. And now because we've moved so far in the direction that so many asshole pandering profiteers have been like, well, that seems like a good business opportunity. I'm going to do that. Those people are the kind of people who are like, rescheduling to Schedule 2 validates my invalid bullshit because I'm scared and fearful and fear-mongering has been used to control my thinking. And it's like, I just get so mad. I feel like most of the industry has done more to undermine all of the civil rights and legalization work that I've done over 22 years of my adult life. More to do with that. I mean, to me, half those people are as bad as the DEA because they pander and they accept compromises and they don't know that... I have worked so fucking hard and you just compromised on my fucking back. And that's not okay. Like that's not fucking cool. It's not it's not cool. It's not it's counter it's not 
well, it's it, self-defeating is what I'm trying to say. Right, it's self-defeating it's, it's also, in the long run. It's often based on not knowing the whole history. And so you know, it just like always goes back to that Bob Marley song. Like, if you knew your history, you wouldn't fucking ask me where the hell I'm coming from. You would know because you would know that I've been through, like – I've watched my mentor be shot and his murder be fucking ignored. I've watched, like, all these people that I knew that I came up with that were good fucking patients back in the day die while fucking people got rich and they never knew those people's names. They showed no fucking respect for the people that came before them and paved the path for them. And it's, you know... They really risked their necks. Yeah. And as you said before, these it it was these compelling patient stories that tugged at some of the, you know, stone hearts uh, on the side of the legislation that made it work. And not on this part of the legislature, but... Breckenridge. But the the voters. I mean, it was these stories going back to 2000. The people whose stories passed medical in 2000, Mm -hmm. most of those people have passed away. And the industry built on their back and stole prints from patients without ever giving anything back. You know, I look at somebody like my friend Jackie Edwards, who's, like, been involved for a decade but cannot get a good caregiver just to provide her her plants. I think it's really crucial that all the companies should be supporting the nonprofits. And they they just don't. They really, they write legislature to support themselves. I mean, you go back and you look at the, um, what would you call it, the um, original rulemaking panel with Matt Cook. And of all of those 23 members of industry, I think only two or three people are still in the industry, and they own almost every other business that was on that panel. Yeah, it's pretty funny. You know, so basically that started out from the very first meeting with the people in MIG going around. Just a little closer to the mic there for me. Oh, I got a, a, a warning, not a warning, but a reminder from my Mary's Medicinals app. You know they have an app for Does it say treatment. do not put Take it on your taint? <laughs> Don't put it on your taint. Taint alert. Taint alert. <laughs> I, it, don't worry, I'm working on a, br- a medicated Brazilian. <laughs> Everyone's going to love it. It's just going to be a home waxing kit. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> I haven't tried this yet. So, uh. <laughs> wax, on wa- wax on wax. Wax on wax on wax. R- Ryan will, will help you. Yep. <laughs> wax, wax. So It'll get you you, well, you need to talk into the top of the mic, not the base of the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I cleared my throat. Thanks for telling me what part of the mic talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got about 20 minutes left, and then we're in wrap-up zone, which is 20 minutes long. So we still got 40 minutes to hang out. So not rushing anyone out the door. But well, I you, think, I don't how know. are you not thrilled? This is not. This is what you live for. What, to rant? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm thrilled. Yeah, and and let me tell you, the soapbox has a quite a crowd surrounding it. What are they you're... saying? Uh, right, let's scroll. Well, yes. now now they're having a side conversation because oh, oh. the rant. The, the, is I'm not, sure the only... marriage proposals have died off oh, now that no. I've gotten into my straight rant. Oh no 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 no! no. <laughs> There's uh, Matt Riot is ready to commit right now. He's ready Does to leave his girlfriend. Is he, hot? he has a girlfriend and he's ready to leave his girl. Sweet, I'm gonna snake somebody's bitch. Yeah. Does he know awesome. how to chop wood and <laughs> carry water? I, I, you're harder to please, Susan. You're much harder to please. It sounds like. Yeah, Susan. Susan's been living indoors. I, I've been living pretty rustically. Uh, for I used a while to live now. in a bus. I used to live in a bus. I, I yeah, know. but but you've gentrified. I have. Whereas yeah. I have I've, rusticated. Yeah. I started shaving. <laughs> yes. I, I don't want any fucking <laughs> pussy ass crybabies who are going to fucking whine if I want to take a walk in the woods and like it lasts more than a mile. Uh, Matt Riot's a little emo, actually. I don't know. Uh, Riot, yeah. can you? Are you manly enough? I don't know if you can Ask that him if he's the guy I met at your party. He is the guy you met at my party. Oh, he's nice, but I, I, I think not your type. 
No, I think he's nice. I just don't think he's gonna like like me that much in the long run. He, I think he was just be dazzled by the moment, but it, but it will pass. But it'll yeah. be a good moment, though. <laughs> it'll be a good moment. Yeah, oh yeah, no. I mean, we'd have like. 20, 30 minutes of awesome times. <laughs> but know. then he'd probably want to go cry and be cuddled by his girlfriend. Right. I hope you're still listening, buddy. He's very quiet in the chat room suddenly. Oh, man. I tell him that I say that with the utmost love. Like that, that's, that's actually my way of showing love to a man. So He yeah, was supposed to be tattooing the kid that night. Tattooing the kid. Oh, wait. Yeah, that guy left the bus and went to go get that freak tattoo. That was crunchy, yeah. And ah, went to go get the tattoo. Some That's freakish times happened. Freak. It was a, it was a good evening. Yeah. So also that evening we discovered you're now distributing for Homegrown Natural Wonders. Yeah. I am. Yes. And what? tell no. us what? What's that? Tell us. What? Tell us. Tell us. Tell us. Um, that's Odie from Oregon, and um, Odie. and they <laughs> big Odie, and they he bred the Doctor Who strain, right? The Doctor Who, which is thirty percent plus. Yeah. Professor Chaos. Pro- Professor Chaos and TARDIS, which are some spinoffs of the Doctor Who. TARDIS is a really medicinal strain so i'm excited about getting that out to some patients to try that i work with nice. um you know a lot of thcv cbg cbds yeah i saw they had a lot of broad spectrum cannabinoids and yeah. a bunch of their yeah tardis strains. um nurse jackie as well Nurse jackie yeah, yeah. um you know one. they've yeah. got the mickey kush so if you just like a straight up like big stringy sativa that's beautiful um it'll gr- turn around and grow pretty quick that one's a nice one um, you know, so yeah, people want to talk to me about that. They should definitely hit me up and I'd love to show them what I've got and, you know. And, and then are you working with Sonny Chiba too, or is that all, all Well, one? that's all, like he's, he's doing his thing and when he's ready, I'm there. You're there, right. <laughs> how, how do people find you if they um, want to talk to you? Well, you know, I mean, I still have my Facebook under my, under my real name now. Somehow I managed to kill Beth. Um, Beth gonna get is yeah. Beth has died. Beth got it. Beth got gotten. Everyone thought your name was Beth for. So I know long. it was so <laughs> awesome. I am not Beth. I am Beth. But yeah, no, I, I had so many people come up to me at the cup and be like Beth. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm Beth. I'm just gonna live with that for a little while longer. I don't want to have to fucking admit the truth to you people. Um, but you know, they can go there and just hit me up, and I'll make an appointment, come and meet with them in person. You know, I, mean, I don't really want to like talk much shit on Facebook other than about politics and, and my weird like remodeling projects you know that's all I really want to talk about there it's a fun Facebook friendship I, I mean, it's, it's weird to use the noun friendship for Facebook but sure well, do you, you know. have indoor plumbing now don't mock me <laughs> <laughs> I have a nice porta potty now it's warm enough to justify using it in the middle of the night it's been it's been a ro- long winter um did snow again the other day yeah i don't know if we're quite out the other end yet but i am i am still you know i mean i'm making steady progress i'm uh i'm actually just right now looking for an investor to finish the last hump of the project you know um the country Is that club the bedroom <laughs> you're so horrible hey i didn't try that fucking lube in there <laughs> still fucking it would freeze solid it wouldn't zone. work just be gritty. I got to say, so um, on the Adam Dunn show today, Adam Dunn has said, like, I think under 50 words. Well, I, know, I think I said more He's than Adam He's busy texting today. somebody. Uh, yeah, I'm on the phone a lot. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> He's managing the Free George He's, he's like the Bart Simpson of the Adam Dunn show. Yeah. The Bart Simpson. You got he's anything done? You want to check in? We got 15 minutes. You want to check in on anything? I'll if not, it. we'll keep it rolling. We got I'll 15 minutes, we're senor. We're here. We're here. Let's move it. We're here. You're not, what, no. didn't you got anything for you us? You didn't tell him to talk no, to the right listening. side of the mic. <laughs> I wasn't listening at all. Hey, what's going on over there? What's going on over there? What's going on? Adam, like, it's like you called out the kid who's, like, texting at school. Man. I know. He's no, like, I he was texting that. under the desk. He what? thought he was what? all slick. 
Yeah, that's was. when you had to know how. You had to just know I how see, to do I was it in your yeah, pocket. Exactly. Not even look. Just tap, 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 tap. Adam wasn't texting wasn't in school. Texting. No way. Well, Adam, 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 there was no texting in my school. <laughs> what do you? What, was that the phone? There were not those phones. Like the first cell phone? They didn't even have those in school. Didn't even have those. Before then, kid. You're Before old. even Pagers. those. You were a fucking baller in my day if you had a pager. That's yeah. A pager. That's, yeah. That's way better. I remember my dad had a beeper. That's kind of like What's your dad doing these days? Is he hot? My dad's married. That's a good looking little Italian guy though. I'll say that. He's a good looking guy. How's his man bun? <laughs> actually pretty good. He got it's genetic. I, it's my, as big as a pizza pie. His hair and my brother's hair is much nicer. I got my mom's Shitty thin hair. It sucks ass. My brother's hair is like perfect. Like, so long and fucking. It's like perfect. a lion. There's nothing. It's no like a lion. It is. He's it's got like a younger a brother. It's like a mane. Yeah. And like my dad's hair is perfect too. And like my mom's hair is all stringy. And so is mine. Fuck. I need a haircut. Like yeah, this is literally the, I need a the first and only day that this. I do too. Look at me. I have, be in there. I need to go get cut like today. Right Helmet head. Yeah. Can we get an Adam Dunshow softball league going? What? We have a softball league. We just need to make a team. You know what I mean? Like those late night softball teams. What? That's what? fucking awesome. There's what do you mean? What? You five, got any, there's not enough people in this room for a softball no, 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 team. I not um, just. Nah. Can, can you add bike? I bet bike is really that's, good at softball. That's what I, I mean. I'm better at right? kickball. Bike look like a, kickball. A softball. Yeah, let's do it just to see that. Yeah, I'm bike? lobbying that okay, this should be like, kickball, not softball. Well, I don't think I bet they bike have could crush like a kickball league. I'm sure we could find a kickball league. I bet you there are. There are. There's totally fucking I think softball is more cool though. Yeah, really? softball is more. You get Maybe it requires more skills. I find yeah, I agree with you. You gotta hit the you ball. If you miss the ball, it's it's sit down I like to shit talk. So kickball is better for me because I'm I more likely to make sometimes. contact with the ball. <laughs> Possible. We can but figure you can out shit like talk a, all you kickball want. Kickball is awesome. Baseball is a lot of shit talking. Oh, I know. I mean, I'm, it's, my, it's my it's my strongest skill in sports. The you things I like. Catcher, then. You're just here's here's my no, Dude. but then they're just going to whip the ball at my face to make up for all the mean things I've done over the years. <laughs> it's all right. You can slam them on the. I mean, way at in. least I'm conscious of that. They'll never make it a home run though. That's the whole thing. They'll be so oh, scary. Oh no, I, I would totally take somebody out. They'll never come down third base, right? I would totally. She's a catcher. You'd be like, eh, maybe I'll just stay here. I would wear. Maybe I'll just stay here. You'd be like, eh, I don't want to run. Well, doesn't Jessica, don't you, like, run with elbows? You're like, uh, I, I, I Kid, why does that thing say we've only been on for two hours? Because last week we were on for five, for three hours, and it lost an hour on the thing. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's huh. if it lost an hour again. Well, according I mean, to my I'm, watch, it's 2.15. So it we've been on for two hours. Okay. In 15. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, we still have another 45 minutes. I got you. Show, right? I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're freaking me out. You're like, well, no, it is, though. I still can't. No, we I can't I, explain where that where that. There's an hour, hour missing from le- yeah, yeah, we last week's zone, episode, and there's no like. You don't even point. notice no, it. No, like, no, no, no. It's not like it's a seamless. We lose it's a video seamless signal, missing hour of the like a really God. funny moment. We we lose video. So signal, what happens? You you, you record hear. this and then later you edit out all the fucks and shit. No, 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 no. we can we see whatever the. Are we live? We're live. We're live, and then. So does that guy come back? Is he going to leave his girlfriend for me? Riot is silent. Matt Riot is silent. Silent Riot. He went back to his girlfriend so she could hold him died. and be like, there, 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 there. there. He's dead. No, yeah, he's pretty emo looking. I'm watching the feed right. on my live stream No, right he's now. not emo. He's totally legit. Like, he's I totally talked to him legit. For I know, I talked to him for a while at your party. He was a totally legit dude. Can we use this to segue into like 15 minutes on uh, Subcool? Why are we going to talk about Subcool? Because Subcool fired shots. Because Subcool had... What what shots did he fire? I, said, at I, Adam. I don't pay attention. At Adam. Oh, shots were how fired long, at How Adam. long ago? A year. Me and Sonny Chiba about a year ago. We, we're, in, we're in the song together. Sonny and Adam, Miss Jill dissed them in a rap 
Oh my god. <laughs> with with the Mendo Dope Boys? Yes. Yes. Okay, those guys are all all okay, but yeah, when they let they they should not let her rap. No. It was Let's not. just start with that. Yeah, like well, she, come I think on. He, he was doing most of the rap and I think she came in on the on the dissing Adam Dunn what, part. What did she say? No, I think he was dissing most. I don't know. No, no, no. She's the one who okay. says your name. Oh, for the, for her the name, record, your name out I have not worked for them since 2011, since their egregious greed clouded what was an otherwise good and healthy business relationship. That's what we want to hear about. <laughs> okay, do you want to know what what like why I will not fucking have doings with that sure, person? Sure, sure, yes. Because that fucking person dropped my name to someone that they didn't fucking know in a chat room. You would think their experience would have taught them fucking better than to talk to strangers in a fucking chat room about shit that you don't fucking talk about. They sold my fucking seed distributed ship to a fucking stranger. And contacted me after they took that person's money to be like, we want you to train this person. And I was like, you're talking about my client who's on their fourth fucking harvest and is like a newcomer and profiteer. You met them in a chat room. You talked about me to them and told them that I was going to help them. You took money from these people. You're on your fucking own. They're still distributors or no? No. As you may have noted, four months after that, Laura Harris banned seeds from sale from the state of Colorado. Yep. Yep. Because of that person that he sold my distributorship to getting all fucking cocky and having their attorney poke the bear. Yeah, and that's been a, a sticky subject in this state forever. Just yeah. Seeds in Colorado. But there is. you have it. That person who does not live here, essentially, right. when I said, hey, we need to have a better facility here and bigger and more legit, let's right. work together on that because it's 2011. And that and was exactly the moment when it was all like, all right, you have to do this to do this. Yes. And and I found four different locations, and I was like, come look at these locations, meet me, match me, we'll come up with it. I'll match you on the money, so you can keep making money here. And that was not good enough for those people. So they went to a chat room and met random strangers and thought that was the professional way to handle shit. And in my opinion, you are a fucking moron, and you should know better than that. And I can't believe I just said all this in public, but I will stand by everything I said as the fucking truth. And, like... They've tried to come up and be like, ooh, we should have stuck with you. You were a good distributor. And I was like, yeah, it was fucking awesome. You just fucking didn't want to keep the awesome flowing by being legit. Because I also had another fucking business that I wasn't going to fucking risk just so you could Well, and that was the whole thing whatever. is that everybody had to make the step to move to Colorado. That's why I was all stoked because I moved here. When you here. didn't have to move here because well, I was here you and to I would manage going, you, something See, you had going. to have something. You but, had to have operations But, I mean, in the state. deal was, yeah. like, you send one of your people at sure. least. And, like, know? I moved here in 2010 and it was like, oh, this is this is good. This is workable. You know what right. I mean? But then it all kind of collapsed right off the bat. I was like, eh, there you go. We before, needed to get way more. Before or- a year was even over, it wasn't even possible We needed to, to be organized to fight Josh and Meg before yeah. we even knew they had formed. Right. And I then, got invited to one meeting with them because I knew <laughs> him when he was when the shirt. I mean, talk shit on Josh Stanley. I knew that dude when he was the shiny shirt dude who kept offering me cocaine. So fuck him um, <laughs> and his Jesus loving ways and fuck everything about his bullshit. I can't believe 2,000, 3,000 people from tour haven't come forward screaming at CNN and been like, I bought ecstasy from that shiny shirt wearing motherfucker <laughs> in at least seven different states. Um, you know, I mean, fuck him. And so it's like, I, I will own everything that I have done and be completely like honest. I have done a lot of shit in the gray and black market. I'm not here to sit here and be like sanctimonious about that. I did that shit. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm fucking proud of it. I've 
you know, I'm not some fucking newcomer or profiteer. This is my fucking life. Sure. You're just a huckster. We know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Simple. Huckster. And a pimp. <laughs> and a pimp. <laughs> So Matt Riot's finally back in the chat room. I oh. knew that. I knew that bringing up. He just broke up with his girl, though. It took a while. Yeah, it took a minute. <laughs> he, had to, he had to separate some. I'm right here for you, baby. Come back to Colorado. You missed your opportunity. We were by that bus. He, he wants to convert oh, you man. back to chat rooms. He's like, chat I've never rooms been in so a chat bad. room. <laughs> you can come in our chat room. I still want to see them pictures of the bank books and cocks. Yeah, Riot, don't send that to me. I'll connect you guys on Facebook. <laughs> I have standards, you know. <laughs> I don't care what your face looks like. I can put a paper bag over that shit. Let's see your bank book. Let's see your cock. And do you have a car? A car, yeah. Car's at least a he can't drive. He does not drive. He's not really? a driver. He's not oh, a driver. Ooh. 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 That's tough. Is that I a, live. Is that a can he pay breaker? for a driver? Can he pay for a driver? That's yeah, he might. I mean, My understanding is that no he can handle high maintenance. There's no bus service out to fair play. I believe, yeah, I believe he he's he's used to I'm handling pretty low high maintenance. maintenance. Yeah, I think he's, he's so used between to the low maintenance and the high maintenance, he should be able to pull a car into there. Something. Easily, there's <laughs> there got to be room in the there's budget room there for a car. I mean, I, I and a driver <laughs> at that point. Matt says oh, he, he does, he does have, have a car. car. He does have a car. I guess he can't drive it, but he has the car. So you can so. drive it. You can drive it, baby. You I can have drive my own it, baby. Car. He's giving you permission to drive it. There you go. Is it all wheel drive? <laughs> Probably not. I can't imagine tires? him having an old little drive vehicle. How are, are your tires studded? Yeah, if your tires aren't studded, this relationship might not be going very, like, it might just be a summer fling. <laughs> but we could have, like, you know, kind of a summer loving. There you go. Happens so fast. <laughs> Riot was thinking about doing a few seed runs in there Colorado. There is a so it's a perfect Actually, maybe we could at least talk. I mean, we don't have to hook up. We could just do business. There you go. You know, I mean, that's, that's been the story of most of my life in cannabis. I've done a lot more business than hooking up, which is why I'm still respectful. Which is why you're, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, my, my credentials in cannabis do not include having fucked somebody to be where I'm at. Yes. Hooray for me. Hooray. Hooray. I did this all by myself. Oh, Susan, sorry. You have admirers in the chat room oh, that I'm, I'm Susan not is much more, actually, Susan is much more desirable than I am. She's actually nice. I am single. She's nice. I'm nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm straight up bitchy, but I'm, I mean, I'm fun. I'll make you laugh at your friends and shit. <laughs> you, get what oh. you, you get what you get, right? Yeah. If you want a nice girl, Susan's over there for you. I don't have no intention of being too nice. No intentions, obviously. <laughs> what? What's up over there? What's up with the kid? <laughs> <laughs> Clear your throat. A little creaking. Uh, a little clog stuck in your throat. Creaking over there. A little clogged. Yeah, I'm a little clogged. A little flustered. Well, I don't. Uh, I just want to mention that I think it's really important that uh, that everyone everywhere just talks about and um, talks about cannabis and and the benefits of legalization and just uh, and just talks about it. Everywhere, all so across d- America. That sounds like a wind down, and I, I don't want to tell you. We got like, <laughs> yeah, we got time. We got like, no, we could talk about coming out of the canvas. It's two fifteen. So, ladies, take a, take it away. You're killing it. This We're is a great it? show. I'm gonna pull it done and start fucking around with on my phone. Oh yeah, smoking, <laughs> just taking dabs and fucking around on my phone. That's Have fun. Great. Hey, ladies. Oh, man, I, I, <laughs> if I only knew there was somewhere with a microphone and someone would ignore me and just let me do what I wanted, I oh. would have been here months ago. We'll even pay attention. We'll let you do what you want. I love it when you lie to me. It makes me feel like a natural born woman. <laughs> what? <laughs> Jessica! <laughs> you can be scandalized, but I'm still going to say what I fucking think, you know? No, that's the point of I internet radio. I don't filter. I don't, I mean, yes, this is where I can yeah. say fuck, and I don't have, I never have filtered. I mean, I think that's, that's been a, 
something that people have known about me for a long time. If you know me, you know that. That's why I've been trying yeah. to get you on the show for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it would be good, good material. Kid, I roll. No, I didn't. I roll. That was an eye roll. I didn't. I roll. You, if you were on a real radio, would be like an editor's worst nightmare. Oh, that's what he was. Oh, fuck yeah! Like I'm sitting here just thinking about it. I'm like, you would be my worst nightmare if I actually. Yeah, Terry Gross is gonna hate when she gets me on Fresh Air finally. It's not like you can ask. I mean, like we curse a lot too. So asking us to not curse is tough because you don't really think about it. It's just natural. So. You say fuck My background is in cursing. Uh, I want no. you to know that. My cursive your native writing, language. So. I mean, cursive talking. My first job when I was 17 <laughs> was working in the Chicago Board of Trade trading bond futures. So um, I was brought up around some cursing. A curseaholic, yes. I, was, I like to call you were, it. You were a stockbroker? For six years. Dang. She Worked the on the floor of the Board of Trade. I was one of the first female ARB clerks in the nation. I think I was maybe like the seventh woman to wear a headset like this. But there was a big headset mm-hmm. back in the day. In Chicago. In Chicago. Yeah. yeah. That's like a bigger trade center. It is the biggest the trade biggest. floor. Now it's actually dying because all of it's done on the internet. All the trade floors are dying. It's pretty sad to see what's happening. I mean, like, it's a bunch of old men on cocaine yelling. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a hot sausage fest up there. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, this is why like, nothing in cannabis ever phased me after the sausage fest of working on the floor of the Chicago Board of Trade. Like, those guys are ruder. They do more coke, and they're by far, like, far more like Machiavellian. So like everything I started to see happening in 2010 made sense to me. You recognized it all, yeah. Yeah, I just didn't fucking approve of it, and I wanted to fight it. But I, I was, it's like I, all I did in 2010 and 11 was get a Cassandra complex and try to tell everyone that I met, like, shit's going to go wrong if we don't get organized now. I mean, I got organized with what Act for Colorado back then and tried to get all those people organized. And then our board of directors went and met with MIG and CBA behind my back because they didn't want me to know that they were going to do that. And... They were shocked that I resigned over that. And, uh, you know, it's been like just this perpetual cycle for five or six years of watching like my worst nightmare of the thing that matters most to me be completely perverted for random people that I would never want anything to do with in my life. And and you have served on a lot of boards and committees with those people when they when they had. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I've been on the, the state rulemaking. How, what was that like being with? Pretty much, you're sitting. I mean, what were those sessions like? Oh, those were awesome. You should go back and listen to the. Are there recordings of them? Oh, Oh, yeah. We can find some. You can go back and listen to the audio recordings where it's basically Jessica says something sensible. Possibly, if Rob Corey was there, he might chime in and back me up. Possibly, he would not. And everyone else in the room rushes to be the first one to raise their hand to throw me under the bus and say it won't work. Like my suggestion that the med employees not be allowed to work in the industry. So what was their excuse for that not working? Um, That no one would want to do it, that it wasn't plausible, and I was just making up scenarios. They're like, just because comical. I mean, the whole thing, and I will say straight up, if you look at the makeup of that board, a lot of the people on that board had some pretty serious skeletons in their closets. You can, and you I can think put that them they on were the ch- table. You can take them out well, of the I mean, closet. I'll say That's straight up that, that I feel that the Department of Revenue cherry-picked the people that they would be most likely to later paint into the corner of incompetence. And I think that that's why they picked me, because they thought I was just this comical cheesecake lady from Red Rocks. So you thought it was like a patsy setup, sort of. Oh, I mean, as soon as I got in there and I started looking into people's background and seeing that people in there, like, had felony charges, people in there had bankruptcies, people in there had child sex offender records, people in there... And the state obviously knew this. If they didn't know that, that's... Right, no, I mean, like... Like, all I had was fucking huckstering, you know? I was like, I'm... like, oh, we need a huckster in the group. But, I mean, I honestly think that they picked me for comic (laughs) relief. And they had no idea 
that I'm an obsessive reader and that like I, I read really fast. So they would give us a document and I generally would be one of the first two people finished reading the whole thing. So I'd be the first person with my hand in the air. And not only would I be the first person finished, but I usually have the most cognizant questions about it. So it started right out of the gate where, where they were like, like Matt Cook, not just the people from our industry, but Matt Cook and them would make a thing of laughing. And then the people from our industry would join mm-hmm. in and be like, oh, ha, 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 what, what a comical suggestion you make, Jessica, that we need to protect, you know, the integrity of people's plant count and that we need to protect the integrity of, I mean, a big part of the debate that I was part of going back to 2010, which is something historic that people don't know about, about edibles, was that they were trying to make it that you had to make a different batch for every distribution location if you were a MIPS. So essentially I'd have to make a different batch from Adam's trim than a different batch from yours. So I felt that my product could never be consistent because I couldn't control my branding because I couldn't control the quality of the trim if I was forced to use whatever chafe you gave me. Mm. And I'm not saying that that's sure. about you, but I mean just whatever the fucking people gave me when sure. they were forcing vertical integration and most of these people couldn't fucking grow. So I fought for MIPS to be able to control the content of their cannabis so we could have our own grow mm-hmm. if we could afford it or if not, we could at least bring all the cannabis in and control the way it was combined. And that was something that a lot of the people from our own industry fought against because they wanted to control the MIPS and be the only location. I mean, Josh Stanley talked to me about this in 2009. He approached me and wanted to be my, you know, to partner up. So did Jill Lamarou. So many people that have already fucked themselves out of this industry and fucked up so much shit approached me in 2009 Ganja Gourmet approached me. He approached my fucking cousin and offered him $5,000 to steal my recipes. Um, I mean, just the history of people in this industry and the shit that they've done to me. It's like, I'm like a fucking elephant. I do not ever forget the shit you've done. I know your history, (laughs) all of you fucking people, and all of the bullshit. And so it's like, I I walked into a backroom meeting with, with Senator Romer in 2009 with Josh Stanley, and they were already talking about how their goal was to be the last one standing at the end of the day. Yeah, the phrase last one standing went around a lot. Yeah. Um, and, and, the, and, you know, now a lot of those people have just been like, Ida can't even survive this. They've sold out. And now, and I the mean. The first one's out. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, Josh isn't in Colorado anymore. He's, he's applying in New York. Right. But he's know? using, I mean, he's, he's really, not, I mean, we can't even use him as an example because he's so outside the realm of reality. Like, he's just a fucking insane um, mind-bogglingly insane. He's not in the realm of caring either. But um, boom. Excellent. I love a good pun. Hey, Adam, they say good show you lined up, bud. Chat room congratulates you on producing the show. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. Good job, man. Hey. You know, I try to do my make best. it happen. I make it happen. Make it happen. Welcome to the fucking glamour zone, people. Yeah. Yeah, so ladies, we still got time left, but uh, well, what are we going to rant about now? We got thirty-two minutes. See, now, now you should go back to Susan because she's yeah. nice. She'll, yeah, she'll, yeah, she's nice. She'll take your take, read- she'll take the your listeners out. into their to her lap and comfort them and go there, there, nice. there, there. Well, tell us more Not about motherfucking. I'll tell you this, Susan. Like, I'll rip their entrails out again in five minutes. <laughs> I know for sure Reese is listening at home, and she wants Hi, to know Reese. about mother's high tea. Mm-hmm. She wants to know if it's okay to bring fair in the baby. It is. Tell yeah. us, tell us all about it. What can people expect? If, you know, if they want to, they come to mother's high tea i, I want to give a shout out to cc for, for yeah for me up to yeah, of course she yeah. does all the work and yeah she's on the committee so really oh, she's on the committee nice the, yeah yeah but yeah we, uh women that are in the industry are welcome to bring their kids we need to 
uh, be uh, work on the compliance rules. We need to be, you know, so there's only a certain number of children that we can have. So if anyone wants to bring their child, they need to kind of give us a, a, a message. But you can get tickets on Eventbrite, so you can send us messages on eventbrite.com at Mother's High Tea. You can find information there, or we have a Facebook page, Mother's High Tea, there, um, or my website, canvasmaven.com, or it goes to mothershightea.com. Um, but yeah, we have activities. So the event is designed for kids. Uh, to ha- we have activities. You can do a little like teapot. All ages kids? Yeah, all ages. And... Um, Emo fourteen year olds can come and just yeah yeah be they all can moody, be they all moody can. about mom. moody about how lame it is <laughs> mom brought me here this place uh, young Ryan yeah. baby this boy bun yeah all <laughs> but we have blows. activities you can make a little teapot ornament uh, we have a letter writing station because I think it's really important to encourage that participation and really speaking our voices to our elected officials because we've uh, there's a lot to do and I mean even like in New Mexico there was a, a hemp bill that it it passed the house it passed the Senate it was like nearly unanimous I mean, it was just it was very popular and then the governor like vetoed it. And so we're going to write a letter to the governor and say, like, hey, you know what? I mean, this Put is an economic opportunity. No, no, Adam. That's not what mothers no, do. No, no. I thought that's what mothers would do. Just keep it quiet. I'm with you. Quiet. <laughs> quiet. <and> quiet. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> hello. Have some tea. That's <laughs> <laughs> not what mothers do. <laughs> we drag the body so. out. No, so, no, no, no. This is why they don't invite me to these things. You were a speaker, no? Yeah, Jessica was one of the speakers. That was it. You got invited the first time. They don't invite you back. Exactly. (laughs) Well, you're invited back here. That's for sure. Please come to the I'm much better in a frat boy setting than with with other women because apparently other women are more upset when I say the truth (laughs) as I see it. And the radio loves it. Truth hurts sometimes. I'll rip the fucking band aid off because we need to fucking take the scab off and let this thing reheal properly. You're you're a popular figure, Jessica. I'm I'm like an obscure elder. Really early on, I think you have a. I've squandered all of my past. I've squandered all of my past infamy, and now I've returned to fucking obscurity, and it's wonderful. It's like those. Uh, it's dude, nice. I, I it's can go to the grocery to store break, now, though. and no one. Like, you are. Tries to I guess stop it's me. it's that cool point of obscurity where like anyone who anyone who does stop you, they're fucking cool. Yeah, 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 really yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to deal with new people. They don't know who I am. I'm they just getting into the. Past. I was recognized thrice yesterday thrice. from the show, and I was like. One of them was one of your students, actually. Like That's right. that guy, PJ. Shout out to PJ, by the way, who came into Boulder Wellness yesterday. Nice. Um, PJ, he, he's down to intern for the show, but he was a student of yours. I like that. I like when students want to come back and intern. The master student returns to the master. just thinking yesterday Let's how much we needed one. I know. You've been saying I need an intern, too. We're, we're working too. this internship thing, I think. Me, too. All right. Yeah. I got to pull the chat room back up because I'm sure I have volunteers. If you guys want to intern for su- for Jessica, either Susan or Jessica. Susan. Oh, this is where you get all Not Adam. Adam. Not Adam yet. No, oh, if you want to intern for Adam, holler at me. You probably know how to get at me, but... Right now, a chat room. If you want an internship, I really yes. don't n- need an intern. No, until none like, of us do. Um, till next January when That's the legislative okay. session starts again. Mm-hmm. Do they need to be a good? It intern? could just be like a yeah. No, I actually boy, no. Need I can't boy, boy toy thing with no. Kids. That could just be a fun summer fling. I thought that was Matt Riot's role. I wasn't trying to cock block him. I mean, I could t- like I'll chew him up and spit him out in a matter of weeks. So I need someone lined up and for like June. He would June. love it. Right. He yeah. would totally love, love it. it. No, I met him. I oh, think Buck yeah. Russell. Do Buck it, Russell. Buck Russell is in for you, Susan. See, uh, Susan's nice. She's going to yeah. end up with more boys than me. I'm going to be jealous. Matt Riot wants you to hire him. 
Adam. Hire. This is the word is like hire. Hire, hire is a totally. See, it's Matt, a the word. thing is, hire an intern is different because no, yeah. you don't get paid. You get to bask in my womanly glory. Yeah. That's about it. You get to, <laughs> you get to ask me your political questions. Glory, and, and Jessica's gonna try out her medicated. Oh, Matt, Matt Riot said he'd love to get it. chewed up. Ooh. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I mean, is that how that's pronounced, Matt? I think that's how it's pronounced there. Is he oh, spelling it more, more interns for you, Susan. An intern for All you, right. Adam. All oh, right. We're just See, interning right. out. Two to one. Is three to one or do you have two to one? Right. Two to send, one. Send I'm, I'm not, not keeping talk. score, Adam. I'm just excited send that I've gotten a boy toy out of this. I'm going to come back more often. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's going to become a dating show. Jessica, you have a little bit, you know. Oh, like yeah. Riot's month. in. Riot's in. Yeah. No, you, you guys don't want to hear about my, 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 my adventures in cannabis dating, which are... Um, actually, that could be a show in and of itself. In and of itself, mm-hmm. I bet. Um, I bet it could be a series. I in want and of you itself. to know that my, my 2014 was really romantic, and it included having a man belch a portion of the alphabet up to letter G. Oh, man. And in, in your honor or what? No, just honor. like in my pre- <laughs> like I think he was presence. really trying to press me. Okay, that was for and, you. Yeah, in your that, honor then. That was kind of something. Same and same and oh dear, I decided I might be able to do better. How yeah. far did you get? But I was wrong because. <laughs> but I was wrong. <laughs> um, oh, later in the summer, it's not very far. Though, I Jim. met a man, and 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 he was pretty fucking wasted. And we were talking for about three to five minutes. It was like three in the morning, and he started taking his clothes off. Uh huh. And then he asked then? me. He told me he was fifth generation Colorado Prime, and he smacked his own ass. Uh huh. Yes. I could make this up, but this is my real. This is the this real. This is your real and life. Then, and then they're, 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 these are the highlights of your. Of your these years. are my romantic. Like, like romantic. These are romantic interludes. And then I didn't really know what to say, and I was like, "Oh!" And I kind of laughed, and he got upset, and oh, he then. and then he like stood there like this with his arms up over his head with his uh-huh. hoodie. He's uh-huh. like, "Are you admiring my body?" And I will admit, he was like probably like 45 and he was pretty hot and I was admiring his body. But I didn't want to reward his bad behavior and tell him that. So instead I was just like, um, I don't really know where this is going, dude. We just met and he got all butt hurt and put his shirt back on and walked away. We oh. got all sour. Man. Yeah, that, uh, was, that was the whole relationship. So like that was my 2014. Those were my romantic encounters of 2014. I know it. Seems like there would be more to the story. But well, you're like up in the mountains, like I do building right. a home. Yeah, the guy who belched for me was working on my septic tank. Oh. So. Mm, the combo is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> um, he did. That, <laughs> that guy would belch for you. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, like. <laughs> he would he, do like the arm. I will say he too. made a, a more valiant <laughs> effort <laughs> than <laughs> almost, I mean. He made a valiant and memorable effort compared to the other men of 2014. Were you like, were you like, okay, put it on the line and to see what's your special talent right now? <laughs> no, we were standing there and we were smoking Jeez a bowl, cakes. so things were going pretty good for him in that moment. Like he packed a bowl. He he was actually a pretty good grower. I'll give him that. He had some good weed, and we were smoking a bowl and hanging out. And there was another guy there, and they were being kind of competitive, but the other guy wasn't Ooh, really into me. That's all, that's awesome. But yes, they were fighting so over me, and, and he was eating beef jerky while he was fighting with this other man over me. Oh, so there was a lot of testosterone. So it was it was a totally it sexy time. Gassy, yeah. With with the two guys <laughs> working on my substance tank, and then yeah, he belched, yeah. and he got all the way to letter G. The other guy only got to D, so he wasn't even a fucking contender. Wait, this was like was, uh, they they yeah, a their belch horns were yes, lazy. Yes, I mean I wish I could make this up as a lovely single woman. These are the romantic so encounters that come my a way. At that point, it could have been. I'm a, yeah, that's, I that's live a threesome in waiting to happen. Weird homage of like Apollonia in in Purple Rain when she's like saying the alphabet. Maybe he just didn't get to the I. 
love you. Oh, part. yeah. Maybe oh. that's where he was going, and he was. He like, only got to G. G. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other guy only got to D. He wasn't even really a strong contender. Oh, I man. like a little lung capacity lung in a man. Capacity. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's but, good. but yeah, he was a cigarette smoker, and he was eating beef jerky oh. like from a tube. And I, I, I honestly, those are kind from of not. Sounds like your kind yeah. of guy there, kid. Right? Yeah, is that, <laughs> is that your dad? <laughs> is that he your dad? one of your buddies. <laughs> I already asked about yeah. kid's dad. You sure he wasn't working up in a septic tank? Are you sure? I'm positive. I do not. I mean. Kid, you're so quiet this episode. I want to go on the record. I said more than Adam did. No way. It's true, but you've had two year Bramates. Usually then you say more than I do. Oh, no. Three is that that terrible magic. That terrible magic. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I'm refraining from talking about any of my dating disasters of two. These weren't even dating disasters. These were like. Life. (laughs) These were like. Passing of the night. The waves have brought this flotsam to my shore. Chad room, we need to get we need to get Jessica some good dates. Come on, guys. Yeah, I did go on a date. I I went on a date this year, this calendar year, this 2015. In 2015, I went on a date with someone who was nice, and the part of the date where he didn't look at his phone and talked to me Uh, went great. He was. But the part of his date where he was on a chat room with his man bras talking about an extractor machine. Uh-huh. But that he got to go home alone and masturbate because I wasn't into that. To the extractor machine, probably. Probably, yeah. yes. Yes. I assume it was not to me because I wasn't willing. I mean, it's like, really, dude? Like, you <laughs> talk to these man bras all <laughs> the time. So, but, Susan, you have a yes. number of suitors in the chat room. Oh, Can we tell them how to contact me. you? As, as soon as um, I told send them how me a nice message on Facebook. How do they wow. get in touch with you um, on Facebook? Yeah. Well, I'm Susan Squibb. Susan Squibb. There's a lot of those. A lot of them out there. A lot of Susan Squibbs. I will bet this, though, right now. These men that love Susan will pussy out. They will not They will not say shit. They'll say shit to you, Mitch, but they won't say shit to Susan. This we'll is my see. prediction. Wow, you guys! I'm challenging you, man. Hit him up. Are you Hit enjoyed? Hit him up. Do you have a sense of humor? They seem Did you to graduate have... college. See, Susan's standards are much standards. higher than high mine. Standards. Are you? Yeah. Kind? I want you to be smart, are but I don't give a kind? shit if you paid for a degree to yeah. prove it. Yeah. Are you supportive of marijuana? Well, they, I'm, they're listening to the show. So, <laughs> yeah. other than the the indubitable federal agents who have found the show uh, by now, all the welcome through. FBI. Yeah, yeah. Welcome other than them, agents. they're probably all yeah. big fans. I, I bet. They're Kid, chat room's disappointed in the tattoo thing. Oh. What tattoo? That's exactly, the exactly it. What tattoo? Yeah, the tattoo, tattoo that he said he would let Matt Riot give him the night that you met Matt Riot. Kid was supposed to be getting a tattoo from Matt Riot. See, now, I, now this Matt there. Riot so relationship so is even going to get deeper. You know I was a tattoo artist in 1992, what? 93, 94. Wow. You were? Riot. I was. You know that shit? Riot. This now is my, my deep history on the cheesecake lady. tattoo in action going I had family in town. Not tattooing the man's taint. Kid, you got to talk into the top of the mic. I am talking into the right part of the mic. No, I'm talking right where... The go. microphone. There you is. go. I there you moved. go. There you go. I had family in town, so I didn't come. And second off, You're I saw some of the ta- I saw second some off. of the tattoos on the person who was supposed to be tattooing me. I'd rather rather remain tattooless and be called a pussy. So Ooh. you have tattoos. Exactly. Go you have tattoos. And I've seen. Th- I saw some of the tattoos that were on the person. Yeah, oh, this is so hard. It doesn't matter. They were terrible. So I don't. Well, kid, kid, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tattoos. Did he do that himself? That's the learning. I've had guys so. with the worst tattoos that are good tattoo artists. Matt Ryan has pussy, all caps, Andrew Barbado. <laughs> yeah, fuck Ryan. Okay. Well, well here's my, my point of pride. My tattoos all look like an old fucking sea captain now. Well, so I would expect you matches your mouth. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too. That too. Goes with the package. Too shaped. No, I'm talking about all these like new up and coming tattoo trendsters. It's like, nah, I got a fucking like tattoo that's. 
like 25 years old. Yeah. Where is it? Well, there's tattoos on both shoulders and then on my back and I'm like a across. Cr- I, I don't have any tattoos that are going to turn into Salvador Dali shit. Um, yeah. I was like, well placed. Places that I will remain muscular. I have the kid's no got tattoos. a bunch of tattoos. It's because he's Kids. a hipster. Adam, Adam you kid. have tattoos. He's a man-bunned hipster. One, one. Oh. I have two, but one of them was You're getting chewed up, kid. I want to bring Five. you back. You're like Manny Pacquiao right he's now. There's nothing to bring back. I'm, I'm <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> Throwing yeah. everything yeah. ready for the outro. Ryan or? specifically said, I don't care what it looks like. All caps, so no I excuse. Can, I, I have the chat room. Oh, good. Phone. All right. You're reading it, too. Okay. Oh. I didn't know the chat room worked mobile. That's awesome. Yep. Works right on the live stream app. Oh, on the app. Yeah, Get the live stream does. app, though. There you go. Fuck. That's the way to do How about it. That? I, he did not push out because of the pain. He pushed out because of the pain. However, I have my sternum and my ribs. He's got a, t- he's got a, a very hold on, hold on. Kid, 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 You have kid, a clean kid, taint. Kid, yeah, your taint is totally kid, like, yeah. 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 he said. How about so taint? Perfect How about taint? Rip the patch off and let him ink that shit. I won't do the taint. Put a target on there. Put a target on your taint. See, so here's the thing. They're also upset that the bike crashed. Target logo. Target logo. bike is no longer existing a new bike that will be here by the end of the month. So. Ryan no says they'll bike. become a sponsor. Ryan says we are no longer kissing buddies. Oh, dang it! Am I still his kissing buddy? I, I don't want to be fucking like. I don't think you're rejected on on Ryan's mm-hmm. uh, behalf. Excellent. Yeah, you, st- you stand alone on this one. <laughs> I'm still more manly than he is. <sighs> the kid, come on, so. kid. What? You always say last week's episode was named You Never Listen. Fuck you guys, you never listen well, to stories. I don't have any stories. So you don't have any stories this She's week? Speechless. Nope. Yep. Come on, kid. Does your how how does your like interact <laughs> with your mom about marijuana? Like does she know what you do? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's she she supportive. Yep. She loves yeah. it. Were you raised with smoking weed? Mm, no. So we were your parents? My dad was smoking the entire time. But Your I mom, though, no, right? <laughs> no, my mom did not smoke. So when did she turn the corner on She that? had smoked, but she did not smoke when she was raising me. My dad did. I just didn't know. But naturally, she didn't approve at first, right? Absolutely not. So when How did she turn the corner? How old are your uh, parents? My dad is 53 and my mom is 51, give or take, I think. Just call around, that 49. Around that age. Forever. But no, my dad was all for it. I mean, they just they, they, they knew what I did through college. They kind of just like, don't ask, don't tell. What, male it. prostitution? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of just let that don't ask, don't tell. Geocities born And sites. then when I moved here, um, I mean, it became legal. So all their worries went away. doesn't really matter. I can't get in trouble for it now, so... Still talking about male prostitution. Yes, exactly. <laughs> make sure. Well, make sure. Like, I have older brothers, and so my uh, my mom learned early on that because uh, she had she had read something in Parade magazine, and it said that, like certain percentage, like middle school or high school kids have tried marijuana, and she's like, "That's a really high number." And so she asked my brothers, my older brothers, if they'd smoked marijuana, and she was just totally devastated that they said yes. So like you know, and I mean, I didn't smoke when I was a teenager, but it was just something that she always, she learned from that time. Like just if you don't really want to know the answer then you just don't ask and so yeah but then but that's I the opposite of what you were talking about before as far as coming out of the closet as a marijuana user and how does that well, work some of the like the difficulties though but i mean now it's just it's it's important to have those because i mean women and mothers they need to have that conversation and talking about that and i think that there's a lot of mothers that are supportive of marijuana reform because that it's a safer option you know there's it's a difficult one when you have teenagers because ideally you don't want them you know drinking you don't want them smoking but there's a lot of mothers i think that they they've told me that they would rather 
have their child, you know, smoke and be downstairs playing video games than being drunk and, you know, possibly getting arrested running around the city. Well, and that's that's two well, points sh- that go to my mom is that she she definitely doesn't support recreational usage as a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But she'd much rather it be legal because she think it's fucked up how much I got caught up with the cops, you know. And that's and my brothers and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And so from a mother's perspective, keeping your kid out of the legal system and keeping your kid from being branded as a criminal mm-hmm. when you know they're a good kid. Yeah, that's that's a big part of it. And I think that's voted for, but not often discussed. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, kids are going to experiment with drugs. It's a bottom line. Right. But basically, my feeling is you got all these people wringing their hands. I don't want to see it. I don't <coughs> want my kid to see it. That's fucking moronic. This is the best opportunity every parent in the state of Colorado ever had to start the conversation that you are required to have about what's the household policy about substances. And I'm not just talking about marijuana, but if you're not going to take advantage of that, like marijuana opening that door so that conversation is easier to have now than it was five years ago because it is something that your kid knows about, you can stick your head in the sand, but you're not doing yourself any favors as a parent. Or your kid. Mm -hmm. Or your kid. And I mean, I think that you have a great opportunity now. Every parent has a great opportunity now to say, hey, you know, the marijuana is legal. What do you know about that? Ask your kid what they know and fill in the net gaps in the knowledge instead of just coming in heavy and then make that opportunity to also say, you know, we don't smoke cigarettes in this household. We don't drink, you know, we don't do whatever we do or don't do and talk about it and address pills because that's the biggest thing kids are doing right now. It's not marijuana is not hip anymore. It was hip when we were young. Now pills are the hip thing. No, and that, that's the other point that I'm seeing is like a, it is. I believe my kid's not really going to be that into weed. It's going to be like any, anyone I know whose parents were regular smokers or pretty not into it. If you my know, parents had been, you know, overbearing and, and so, uh, you know, forcing me essentially to stay off drugs or doing this or doing that, I feel like that's when kids have a more of a stronger desire to go out and do that shit. You know what okay. I mean? At a certain way, my parents let me make my own mistakes. They let me make my own decisions. And I did plenty of that. But I mean, you, I learned from that. So if they had forced me like, Oh, you know, don't you ever go out there and smoke weed and weed's terrible. Don't ever do it. I didn't smoke really till I was like a junior or senior in high school. And if they had pressured me, I would have smoked all the times that I could have before that. Or like you said, get into pills, which is the big thing in, in especially my, uh, you know, age demographic. So, I mean, I think nowadays you kind of just have to let the kids make their own decisions. You can't really force them to do things or not do things because if you tell me not to fucking eat this specific cookie, I'm going to want that specific cookie solely because you told me not to eat it. So what what is that specific cookie in your life? Who knows? Metaphorically. There, there is no specific cookie. No, you there's not like, it's from. like anything. Like, you don't you know, have like a weird electricity fetish no, from it? No, like. no, exactly. I mean, like it's, it's kind of, I mean, even, even with how... How marketing works to you, you can relate it to how marketing works with new rec customers. Like that, you put a gram on the shelf for seventy five dollars. You're gonna, you know, that you're gonna have that people come in and be like, "That's seventy five dollars. I want to buy that gram, no matter what the case is." And that's it that. It must be good. It must be good. Mm-hmm. So you just kind of, uh. I've kind of lived off that whole, you know, thing my whole life. If I was gonna try it, I was gonna try it. My parents were gonna reprimand me, good or bad, for whatever I did, and that was pretty much the end of that. My parents are super freaking conservative, like super strict conservative Christian. And I started smoking weed when I was 11, and I was like, oh, thank God. I found something. It's awesome. That cures it. Yes, that, that turns off the Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
You know, I mean, I I I feel like blessed to have found it, you know, in my early life and like gotten into that because I started drinking too around the same time. I think I quit drinking by the time I was like 18. I mean, I really haven't had a drink at all in like 24, 25 years. I wow. maybe had like a toast at a wedding. Right. But I don't drink at all. And like I attribute my dating criteria too. No, I don't give a shit if somebody drinks if they can hold their liquor. But I am not your babysitter or your fucking chauffeur. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you be in charge of you. I'm in charge of me. Like I want somebody who's my intellectual equal. You know, and can handle themselves. I don't really care what they choose to do. You can do whatever drugs you want. I'm. So I gotta throw this out there. Maybe septic tank guys shooting a little low aiming. No, I'm just I'm just telling you about the romantic like flotsam that has washed up on the beach of my life. <laughs> I mean, I will say I am not trying. Right, I'm right. not going anywhere or being right. sociable. I'm being asocial. So it's not like I, I mean, my chances to meet people include the grocery store. Right. Or like a, kid, um, a mailman or something. We, no, we patch. actually don't get mail. I live in a town of 13 people. So, yeah, not going to. No. Grocery we, store is pretty Grocery store. Um, so yeah. if you move to this town, you got a good shot, Matt Riot. One in, one in 14. Well, there's some women that live there too, so okay, um, you so know. slims it down. And and then like some of the people are in their seventies. There's really like actually no single men my age right. in this town. Right, right. Just move there here. you go. You need the zip code, or what do you want? A Google Maps. Eight oh four twenty. Yeah. Actually, my my postal zip code is eight oh four two one. Eight oh four two one. But that's not where I live. That's just where we get mail because we oh. don't get mail in my. Because you got to drive to like town. a gas station or something to get your mail. There's a post office in Bailey. In, in not in a gas station. Bailey's a real town. Oh no, because Golden up in, in Cole Creek, you got to drive to that one gas station. That's yes, where the that's post in a gas. Is. Yes, yeah. that is in a gas station. Yeah. There are other ones like that. I used to live over there too. So yeah, I, I I like living in a remote rural location. I saw a river otter in my backyard. That's pretty cool. I live on the fucking river. It's beautiful. Oh. I love. Kid, what are you there. making popping noises for? <laughs> What's happening yeah. over there? You play oh, pop noises. Otter noises. I was amused. Obviously, amused. So so easily amused. I like it. Sounds cool. You, like. want do, you want to do another Morgan? He's Freeman. making the noises of the isolation of living in rural Colorado. <laughs> yeah, that's what the she did to pass the, the time. The, the drip of the indoor there. Yeah. As the snow melts. Snow it's melts. Miserable. Cool. We got ten and a half minutes. Any more rants you want to get in? I think we've covered all of my um, the basic, you know, politics and and um, general aggravation with industry. You know, nope, nope. my willingness to sell you genetics, my desire for you to become a member of my country club. Actually, I don't know if we talked about that. No, that talk much. about that. So, yeah, I bought this historic property out in a town of 13 people on the river, and it's beautiful, and it's With awesome. otters. And moose, and lynx, and bobcats, and cranes, and Are lynx herons. terrifying, cranes. or are they cute? They'll eat your they chickens. We'll eat your chickens, but they aren't really like that inclined to come up in person. Like they're they're not like. Will they eat your babies? Yes. So like a wolf would eat a baby. Like and maybe that's scary. like nine years or older might be okay. Like uh -huh. I wouldn't I wouldn't let a toddler be out. You know, like a lynx could eat a toddler. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? How big's a lynx? Well, they're just dragging so, like, away. Like the size of a good Rottweiler. Really. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. definitely eat a baby. But it's yeah. solid and fluffy, you know, it's big looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's at least as big as my dog. So well, you gotta get, what do you use? Their necks, their necks. Kyle's mom always but, like, said that foxes and lynx, you gotta kick them in the neck because they have weak necks. But <laughs> we have, like, a lot of coyotes. Like a, it's some Jersey, right? Some Jersey. <laughs> so, that's some Jersey. <laughs> some Jersey so woodsy knowledge. All right, so to get back to my agenda, so I'm restoring this 
awesome two-story log cabin on an acre of riverfront land and my goal is to be a buy membership like essentially some of the flaw i see with some of the clubs that have had issues is that they're letting too many random riffraffy people in and i don't want to do that like you have to be a member and i'm not like you have i have to know you or somebody has to like seriously vouch for you like you can't just be some fight, rando fight club basically yes well, freemasonry yeah freemasonry fight club somewhere in between there sure. but with cooking lessons <clears throat> and like yoga classes and guided fly fishing and can we uh, get an underground area can we get the basement to do Adam Dunn showy fight clubby stuff that we do i would give you somewhere upstairs to use because it's a very historic building and the basement is borderline Freddy Kruegerish. Wow. That's what I was shooting yeah. for. Yeah. We can, we're, Crunchy we're, can have a show down there. Yeah, we'll, we'll let the kids sit <laughs> the in the kid basement. The kid can sit in the Freddy Krueger basement. <laughs> kid's not scared of Freddy Krueger. No, he's, no, he's not totally not of afraid of it at all. I will have you scared note, though, actually, yeah, I, I, I personally, yeah, like, fucking muscled out, like, 4,000 pounds of rubble out of that basement and cemented the floor. It's a lot better now than it was. Hot damn. Is there one of I'm those? a tough-ass bitch. I fucking Is there a hole broken foundation a brick wall? I like that. that it's that it's log. It's not brick. It's it's log. Ah, well, that's that's more rustic. That's it's good. it's actually it's, super yeah. kick ass. Super Colorado. Yeah. So is it big? Yeah. Does it have like room to stay there, or it's just like a facility? There's a motel with a liquor store next door. Cool. So you Perfect. can stay there. I don't really want to host you overnight. I want you to come from like 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. and mm. we do concerts, movie nights, activities, cooking classes, crafts, um, crafts. Yeah, no, there will be a shit ton of activities and and fun. Um, it will just not be open. Like, it'll be a very exclusive thing. Right. So Not just anyone who can pay the money gets you, to go. No. You buy a membership, and then that membership gets you invited to a whole month's activities, and you buy tickets for individual activities. So, basically, 900 people get an invite. The first 100 people to buy a ticket for this certain concert come to that concert. You know, right. It still involves proactiveness. You're not paying that much for the membership, but you're paying for... Or depending on the So event. if you want to go for a day of guided snowshoeing, you show up. We have all the gear and equipment for you. You know, we do have seven-day memberships, so I can extend those memberships to people who are from out of state that I know and I'm friends with so they don't have to buy the whole year. Right. But you, yeah. still, you still have to be invited. This is not like, hey, if I don't know you, I probably really don't really want to know you that much. Right. By now I'd know <laughs> you. Unless somebody I that I know, know and like <laughs> brings you to come meet me. Right. And I don't mean to sound rude like that, but I'm pretty sure I know enough people to fill all the slots that I've got with something that is, I, I want it to be legitimately a country club, but instead of douchey activities for rich fucks, I want it to be cool activities for heads that are, you know, stimulating and intellectual and, and frisbee fun. Frisbee golf instead of polo? Um, there will be frisbee golf. There will yes. be volleyball on the river. Yes. There will Obviously. be, um, you know... Hot tub and sauna, mm-hmm. oh, gourmet right. meals. Hot tub. So you'll be. Uh, and you, yeah, and you so, had me at hot tub yeah. and sauna and gourmet meals. And so, if you want, if you're a member, you'll be able to rent the whole club out for a private party or a small well, wedding or something we do, like we that. We do things like this mm-hmm. from time to time, you yeah, know. But know. I mean, it would be an intimate party. It would be seventy-five to hundred people. That's not exactly like, oh. the size we do. What? Imagine that. So yeah, no, I mean, it, but 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 only members can rent it out and well, all that kind of thing. So it's essentially be, like that would be doable. You know, mm-hmm. something where there's week long. You can do a thing where you come in for a full day of medicated cooking classes. You bring your weed. I teach you to cook it, and we do a whole theme meal, and then a staff comes and serves you, and you sit in the dining room and have, like, a gourmet dining experience mm. with food that you prepared in your cooking class. I like that. You know, there's it's it's a little bit more uh, – it's it's kind of more your 25 to 65 demographic than your, like, college to 25 demographic. You should take a look at our media kit because that's exactly <laughs> who's listening to the show right now. 
Hey. Hey, you like that radio voice? I'm working <clears throat> on the kid. Pu- kid put some filter on my voice before. Oh, now you're messing what? everything up. So, I'm not messing uh, anything. I'm not even touching anything. Yeah, you're is right. there That's the a problem. name? Is there a name for your country club? Grant Country Club. Grant, Grant Country Club. Well, the building used to be a country store, so the building currently is called Grant Country Store. So you just have to change one word. Well, and I just thought it was less in. I like. I'm not trying to be all like, woo. We live for twenty. Dad, rounds. freak out! Like, no, I, I have no desire. To, like, I have a lot more going on in my life than weed. I care about weed. I want weed to be legal. I want the laws to be better. But I also want to have a conversation about something completely different. At this point, it's like probably the last com- – note to your suitors in the chat room. The last conversation I want to have with you is about fucking weed laws. Can we talk about a book you've read recently or a movie that you'd like to go see or something else for like an hour? Then I'll give you like my knowledge. But like show me that you know about something else, you know, because to me like – I. That's not all that there is to me, and that's not all I want to share with other people. Like, I used to go to concerts and do a lot of fun shit. Now I'm just relegated to this one topic all the fucking time. Right. You ever feel that way, Adam? Sometimes. So I kind of feel that way sometimes. Not, nah, you not can really. come over and play volleyball. We can talk about a movie that yeah, you've seen. Yeah, exactly. Adam's don't get as mad as she does. She gets mad. So yeah, you get, yeah. Mad. Well, you, you drink a little. You take the edge off. Oh, yeah, I take the edge off. You take the edge off. You take it full on. I'm sober. Yeah, this is like, there's no, there's no curbing it. Right. But, you know, I'm not always like you invited me here to rant. Of course. Take me out in the woods and I'll show you some neat shit and we can talk about like wildflowers. Like I'm not always ranting. No, this is a rant. This is my context to get the ranting out of my system so I can go do something else later. This is uh, this is working out actually quite well. So we actually have three and a half left. Let's get towards the wrap. Yes. Can you please? Yep. Yep. Please, I know Reese is listening. She's probably going to text me if I don't get it like <laughs> fully, fully covered. Please go over all the details for Mother's High Tea. Hi, Mother's High times, Tea. Times. May date, 14th. May 14th. What day of the week is that? That's a Thursday. A Thursday. May 14th. From, from 2 thir- to 5. From 2 to 5. Yes. At the History Colorado Center. Where is that? 1200 Broadway. Denver. In Denver. Yep. It's a pretty posh address to be able to hold an event. Like it this is, at. yeah, yeah, and and they need to. We need to give it, do a disclaimer that they don't re- like whatever we say is not reflective of the History Colorado Center. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> we got to throw that into our. Event. We've been in a couple of those situations <laughs> ourselves. Yeah, but it's a wonderful event. It's for the the women and the mothers in the cannabis industry. You can bring your child. We've got activities for kids. It's inspiring. We've got great speakers, and this is the oldest, longest women's event for for the ladies in the cannabis industry and what what can ladies expect as far as like will they have opportunities to give input will they have career opportunities will they have ways of what if they what if they just moved to the state and they want to get involved in the industry uh that would probably be more of women grow will they be there Women grow. Yeah, yeah, they're a sponsor. So yep. you might might show up, network with um, them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some of the women from Women Grow will be there. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, all kinds of women. All the wonderful sponsors. There's over 35 business sponsors. So, yeah, you should come. Invite your mother. How many sponsors? 35. 35. Yeah. What yeah. else? What else? Wait, wait, wait. Tell we me need, more. That's you're, 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 you're selling yourself crafts. short over here, Susan. Uh, it's just is an amazing event. It's inspiring. And there really isn't an event where women can bring their children, you know, and it's something that, you know, that there are a lot of women that advocate that, that realize that there's reasons for marijuana. What's going on here? The kid wants this thing. Tech, tech problems. He's tech freaking out. And, I know, guys, um, he freaks out. That's but it's, it's a trailblazing event. I mean, they're really, what other kind of cannabis event can you bring your child to? 
because it's a safe environment. And uh, so it's not going to be a bunch of people sitting around doing dabs. No, what? No, it's it's not, not a. Consumption. Adam's not coming. Uh, I'm not coming. I'm going to say a, definitively, you cannot event. bring your kid to my country club. <laughs> <laughs> there will be lots of. Unless dabs. it's a private event up, without dabs. Or if you have a wedding there, maybe. But yeah, yeah. Look us up. We have a, a Facebook maybe. page, Mother's High I really tea. prefer not have anyone under 21 on the property ever. Ever. Oh, there you go. That's there you go. pretty, so pretty tight. There you go, Don. You're already shit. pushing the limits. Well, my kid doesn't matter. He's allowed. My kid, it doesn't <laughs> matter. He's allowed. That's what I've had a few people tell me that. Of course. And, and you know, my kid don't matter. But, like, I'm willing to negotiate with you on a one-on-one basis. <laughs> I understand. But <laughs> I'm not willing to fucking put up with every parent who thinks their kid is special. Of course. I would make sure it would be like his birthday and everyone else would be. Oh, you know, hey, let's yeah. do your birthday at a weed country club. Perfect. <laughs> then it's like, you know, hey, it's just he's the only kid allowed. It's not because I don't it's trust your, your parenting it's judgment. It's, it's to protect my business interests. It would be the adult. For, he'd have two parties. He'd have his kid's party and his adult party. Because he always has too many. He's got so many adult friends. My, my kid's got more. Forty-year-old friends <laughs> than most people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be bird dogging your kid's next kid. birthday party. Fucking hey! <laughs> yeah, now exactly, that I know, exactly. You pick up lots of dudes at his party. <laughs> for sure. You hear that, Susan? It's a sausage fest. Let's yeah. go. Go, Nick's birthday party. Oh, dinosaur <laughs> train. I, I'm gonna have to take Susan as my wingman because she's yeah. nice, and it'll take some of the edge off of how mean I am. <laughs> We'll which get which is laid, actually Jessica. really just a reflective we will defense. Get you laid? No, that's not the problem. I could get laid. It's that I'm not willing to put up with most of the offers. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. Matt, you're pretty lucky. You should get in there. Yeah, quick, get right? in there, right? All right, yeah. done. We got to do our shouts and we got to wrap. We're, okay. do, we're over. We're over. Done. We've done All right. too much. Thanks for having me done on. Done too much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, ladies. For Shout outs. Through. Shout outs. To Mother's IT. Mother's IT.com. Jessica? Hooray for the end of the legislative session. Well, or boo for whatever yeah, well, it turns out. Yeah. However it action. Well, I'm just saying, yay, it's over. Yeah. The yeah. ass fucking will end within the next 12 hours. Uh, special thanks to Cece for putting this together. Um, my beautiful wife and little baby Nick. You're allowed to come to the country club, it sounds like. We just have to do some negotiating for you. I'll do it. I'll let him tell. He'll talk for himself. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he can do it now. He's almost there. Um, and a step the farm, a and she's rocking down. She just went up to Victory Gardens and picked up some. Uh, Victory ne- Hydro? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to get some nectar of the gods' uh, soil. She's got a big truckload of soil rolling home. Always love to nectar. So Yay. shout out to moms rolling home with the soil. And, and mo- for Mother's Day, and Mom's uh, soap man for, Mother's for hanging Day. in there, coming through, and uh, AU extracts for making things happen. Do you use soap at exact? I just ran out soap of soap, soap yesterday. I no, 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 I no. Some. I know, I know you have it, yeah. but I feel like because every time you re up, you give me some, and then I feel like we probably both run out at the exact oh, yeah, same I, time. I had to wear yeah, our bags. So you had to. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I, got, I got like a whole stockpile. Nice. So uh, yeah, big shouts to uh, Chris over at Vapor Brothers trying to get us one of those new VB2 units, which will be sweet. Um, Tristan, the guys over at Grav Labs, um, and that uh, the family, girlfriend, dogs, still eating meat. Still eat meat all day, every day. Big ups, of course, too. Is that how you do your shout-outs? It's not like, like I don't have to have a sponsor? No. no. You can use this shout-outs. This is personal. Kid, don't cut off my shout-outs again. I'm not cutting off your shout-outs. All right, of course. Did you have shout-outs? Do you want no, them? No, I, I hadn't pre-planned that. I'll have to prepare shout-outs mm. for next time. Next time, yeah. I'm just going to pro. I a social life. I'll, I'll give my shout-out to my new boyfriend, Matt Riot. He says, get Jessica my digits, Mitch. Riot, you got to <laughs> message me your number. I don't think I have it in my phone, buddy. Of course... Uh, I have to thank my beautiful wife, Reese, for supporting all this craziness and raising amazing little baby Farron, who is like, this morning she fed me, which was awesome. She didn't want to eat till she nice fed me. Like she eats meat. She eats meat. She's going to be way stronger than Nick. Her bones will be way less brittle. I don't know that. 
She's giant too. She's awesome. She's a ninety seventh percentile for height. She's a giant <laughs> creature. That's good. She's gonna. And Nick was the exact opposite on that side. I know because he doesn't eat meat. That's my little point. Guy, little guy. The little guy doesn't eat meat. Ninja. How Ninja. Old was your kid? Almost three. Three. Got to start train. I thought you were saying this was like a teenager. No. No. Was no, 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 no. Okay. I was. I was baffled here. No. no. Of course, shout out to everyone yeah. listening in the chat room. Guys, click like on the top. Hit the tweet button. All those buttons on top of the screen. Just click the hell out of them. Push do the it. Buttons, Push the buttons because that's how we decide how to do these shows. <laughs> so if you like this show, push the hell out of all those buttons and we'll we'll do more shows like it. See you guys next week. Thanks, guys. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. We want you to smoke the natural herb. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Ganja.